Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. Cool dude. Great dude. Appreciate awesome. It, you can be mean. Bunch shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. A lot more <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. Hello. Ready for some exciting announcements? I guess so. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. So, some changes to the way the call-in show is going to work. Fortunately, unfortunately, it's become very difficult for us to manage this show for a while now. And really, the central premise we've been trying to maintain is, if you are a patron, if you're supporting this show, you're going to get in. Yeah. And that has been very difficult to maintain, and it's been putting the stream to upwards of, like, you know, two and a half hours lately. And that's just something that we can't sustain. So, and not only that, but because we want to prioritize the people who are supporting us financially, it is effectively turned into a patron call-in show, which I always want to give priority to people who are supporting us. I'm going to maintain that the best I can. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think we agree on that. But the downside of that is you get more or less the same voices calling every week. And it's not that we don't like those voices. I appreciate everybody who's calling in. And I like talking to everybody. But realistically, it's not sustainable that we're going to get everybody in uh, each and every week going forward. So that's that's the problem that we're trying to figure out how to deal with. And it's because I've known this for a little while now, but you know, the last couple of weeks and how long the streams have gone, it's really become clear. So Blonde and I have been back and forth about how to manage this and what to do. And I want to be clear too. There were even. There, at least in my mind, there were thoughts about maybe we could do a different kind of stream altogether. So we do want to maintain our availability to our audience and a discussion platform for people who enjoy, who can get in touch with us and all that. So we're not scrapping the call show, but we're going to try to to rework some things such that uh, it's more manageable for us and so that maybe we get a little bit better mix of voices while being fair to our patrons still and giving them the best chance to get in. So here are the new rules. Here how it's gonna, here's how it's going to work uh, going forward. Uh, what we're going to do is 90 minutes of, of calls. So we're going to do a hard 90 minutes, top of the hour. So for me, it's 7 o'clock Mountain. We'll go till 8.30 Mountain Time taking calls. And then we're going to stop. Uh, and unfortunately, that includes if patrons are still in the queue, we'll have to stop there. And I know that's not ideal, but we're doing the best that we can. Uh, in an effort to get, I'm less, I'm more conflicted on this. So we're going to try it out the next couple, the next couple times, see if it works. Maybe it's a bad idea. Maybe it's a good idea, but in the effort to get a little bit of a mix without sacrificing priority for patrons, yeah. we're going to try like a three to one, uh, patron and non patron mix and just see how that goes. And we're going to give patrons two minutes, non patrons one minute. So you'll have to be quick. Um, and we're going to have to shift the format a little bit to um, us having a little discussion after a question is asked because we kind of broke down when we were spending the most time. Most of it was my poor time management skill, <laughs> uh, but a lot of it was like back and forth with callers. So we're going to have to like do a little discussion with callers and then kind of take over the question so that we're able to control the time a little bit. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people wanted us to do a three hour show, but I'm sorry. I just 
I just can't do it. Guys. It's it's we're already After at max two capacity. Hours, my brain's just I'm like I, I gotta get off. I just don't know that there's that much of an appetite to listen to a three hour yeah, show on the part of the audience. Maybe for some people there is, but that's that's quite a lot of time. Um, and then we'll take super. We'll still take all super chats. We'll do those. At, uh, we'll take a super chat break every half hour. Um, and then we will also, if you still can't get into the show, you're still having trouble. We're still going to do that last half hour of the show or, or roughly half hour. Still going to take all emails that come in. Still going to take all video messages that come in. We'll play them. We'll respond to them. So there will always be a way to get in for sure for now, unless we get like 47 emails. Yeah. But for now we're committed to that. Uh, so you know, I know that sometimes change sucks. I know this might not work. We're trying to test it out as we go. Appreciate everybody's patience. Again, we're trying to maintain a connection with our audience without um, without running ourselves into the ground and without having a show that's like total chaos. Right. Which right. this show has, it's just, it's it's gotten too long. It's gotten too difficult to manage. So we're going we're gonna to try some new rules and see how it works. So we appreciate everybody. Uh, giving us a shot while we figure out what the format Sorry, should be. I forgot to log and, into Streamlabs. I need to do that. Oh, and, then, and you were exactly right. So as we move into callers here, and if you're new to the show, the disc, there's a link to the Discord server on which we host the show. Put your name in the roll call. And that's how we, uh, that's how we select our callers. First come, first serve. Patrons getting priority. Um, th- the rule is exactly right. I think one thing, or the, the thing that you mentioned is exactly right. As, as we do calls here, since it's going to be two-minute and one-minute segments roughly, more we're going to aim for more of a format where it's like, all right, here's your time. Get in your comment, question in detail, and then we'll let you go, and Blonde and I will have a few thoughts about it, and then we'll move on. Because the trouble is, like, we're giving some people 10 minutes and some people one based on whether we personally are like interested in it or not. And it's just, it it's not fair. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily work. So we'll, I mean, we'll it tr- totally works for me, but it's not fair. We'll try to reduce. We'll try to limit it to less back and forth and more of a even time split. So with that said, as I've already wasted five minutes at the top <laughs> of the show, let's hop in and take some callers and see how it goes. So who is up first? Uh, but for the only people who would be up first, Josh and Jess. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, how are you guys? Good. How are you? Doing all right. Josh is afraid I'm going to yell at him on air. That's why he's so hesitant to talk. So. Well, are you? Uh-oh. I might. <laughs> what happened? She's, she's a little concerned. I just I uh, worked for a really liberal, liberal company and was just absolutely miserable. Um, so I just recently, uh, quit and I'm now doing Uber full time, but we with don't have tw- health insurance now. With twins on the way. Oh boy. Yeah, and he didn't tell me. I was on vacation when he quit. <laughs> oh, no. All right. I can't even I'm know. I'm sure he has his reasons. Yelling. I'm sure he has but, his reasons. Uh, yeah, no, I was, I, I was just going to say that, 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 uh, I, the, if, for the sake of saving time for you guys, since I see how much I've actually been expecting something like you guys to reorganize things fairly soon anyway. Uh, but just wanted to say we love you guys and uh, you guys have a great rest of your show. I, All right. I, well, give us an update on what happens yeah. if you're still alive next week. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be fine. Call in from beyond the grave. We'll catch you then. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Night. Ovid. Ovid, right? Oh, is it Ovid? Yeah, you're right. I remember that correction. Sorry, Ovid. You're good to go. Hey, guys. So Hi. I'm meaning to email about it. So here's what's going to happen. You you guys need um, 
a, a call manager. You need a different room that's an on-deck room. And someone's sitting there getting the next person in line so that Matt doesn't have to look for it. And a person who's going to say, no, your connection shit. You can't go on the show. Oh, you, you mean know, a producer? Yeah, not, we'd love it to have a producer. doesn't have to be a producer. Like, I mean, I, you just need someone who's willing to sit there in the show and take some of the load off of what you and Matt would do. I mean, I'd be willing to do it, but... We I don't mean, have the money to pay somebody, man. I, yeah. I, I, yeah, just get someone to do it for I'm free. Not, I'm not having somebody do it for free. Really? <laughs> no. I mean, you know, that's all I was saying. And if you if you had that, um, you know, I I'd still recommend you know, doing even patrons every, every other week because okay. you can get a running list of the Well, it's my there. show and I'm going to make my own recommendations. All right. All right. That's, that's all I'll say. All right. Matt hates unsolicited advice about the content. All right. I'm just trying to offer, offer advice, you know, because I think you guys, you guys run a great show. You lose a lot of time with technical difficulties uh, with, you know, if you had someone lining up calls, making sure that the next caller was ready. I think. All right. Thanks. Be- <laughs> Uh, Regal Fraggle. I'm not, I'm not put, I, seriously, that's, I find that to be highly irritating. I'm I understand. I, I find that to be extremely irritating, yeah. actually. It's like, here's how to run your show. Uh, Regal Fraggle's up next. Mr. Regal Fraggle. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Matt, touchy much? <laughs> no, well, it's, this is, that is not, I, I don't have to take unsolicited advice from somebody who uh, frankly does not have any idea about what's going on with the production behind the show okay. or about what our limitations are, but this is your call. Yeah. Yeah. So let me get to it. So last week I asked a question. Um, so what I'm trying to get at with that question is I'm trying to figure out a way to figure out somebody's politics kind of cleverly without directly asking them, you know, who did you vote for? And I was thinking mm-hmm. maybe people could use that as a, like a dating tool. You know, you're sitting with somebody, you want to figure out what their values are. And usually family is a good reason to date. So it's a good, question to ask uh you know what's the priority for raising children yeah what do you guys think as a gauge of politics you mean you're you're asking that as a proxy to get their politics it's oh it's one thing you can get from it like blonde answered with uh uh she thinks the nation should become uh, should come before the uh community which kind of reveals that she's a little like leaving yeah so it worked for her but it didn't work for liberative so it's it's a yes and a no to hit and miss. I'm working on it. Well, it's got to be a value system thing. Right. That's what I'm trying to kind of decipher from the question, mm-hmm. depending on the answer. But a uh, quick gun of the week. Sure, yeah. go for it. All right. So this month is going to be themed. I'm hoping y'all can figure it out by the end of the call. So the gun for this week is going to be the well rod. The pistol? Mm-hmm. You see it? Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay. It looks like two pipes stuck together. <laughs> this was a cheaply made World War II pistol for uh, British, I guess you could call them special forces at the time. A, a bolt-action pistol. Wow. Bolt-action pistols. It uh, wow. held the magazine. It was actually the grip. So you take the magazine out and you have almost no grip on the gun. So it's huh. pretty cool. But the, they have a company that made a modern version of it. Look up the B&T VP9. B N T? Yeah. Not in, but and. Oh, B and T. Mm-hmm. Oh, that looks way better. Yeah. Like that's a thousand an, times less janky. Yeah, <laughs> that's the modern version. Wait, so I if must you have typed one, it wrong. 
What's what's the modern version? B, B and T, VP nine. Oh, that's what I typed wrong. Yeah. So that's the modern version. If, gotcha. So if you want to buy one, they got it. All right, oh, sweet. A little bit of dark information. VP stands for veterinary pistol. Ah, <laughs> is it for what I think it's for? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, what else for would you do with an seasons. animal and a, and a gun? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, mm. Bessie's got to go down. <laughs> got to put it down tonight. <laughs> Later, guys. Thanks, man. Uh, Constantine is up next. It's on your mind. Hello. Hello, sir. Uh, uh, hello, hello. Hey. What, what's on your mind? Uh, I, I just wanted to share the story because I thought it was hilarious. So in China, much like South Africa, you know, both communist countries, they seize land from people on a regular basis. So I saw this video of this Chinese farmer who apparently just had enough. Not only did he build something to fight back, he built a literal missile launcher. Really? To defend his farm? Uh, yeah, because they were excavating on his farmland. So he built a literal missile launcher and started firing at the machines they had excavating. Uh-huh. And I just thought that was... I think it's a There's great... There's a video of this, you said, or what? Yeah. All right. Can I Google it while you describe? I want to see this. Um, I can link it to you on uh, Twitter. Actually, I'll do that right now. All right. Uh, yeah, DM it to me. DM it to me. Uh, but I, I just think it's funny. You know, people think, oh, gun control, that's going to solve the problems. No, China, one of the most repressive countries in the world, a man still managed to build a missile launcher. Hmm. So he built it himself, you're saying? He actually, he did not buy this. He did not acquire it secondhand or something. He constructed it. Uh, from what I understand, yes, I believe that's what happened. Where does he? Does he? I assume he builds the missiles. He builds um, the ammunition for this. Yeah, they look like just like cheap little homemade things. But again, it just if it, it scares them off, it, I suppose it serves its purpose. Hmm. Ah, I think I see this in my future. <laughs> Interesting. After the mode like, with alligators. Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh, thanks for letting us know. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'll get out here and I'll link it to you. Thanks. All right, thank you, man. Okay. Dead Eye Guy. Dead Eye Guy, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, what's going on, guys? So I was, in, hey. uh, I was in Toronto this past weekend. Just for shits and grins for the long weekend. Wife and I were like, we haven't seen Canada. Let's go see Canada. So we flew up there. Pretty nice town. Hmm. However, there was one of these one of the bars downtown we were stopping at, having some having some beer, and the bartender was pretty cool. I mean, it was like financial district, uh, late afternoon, like all the people that were working are actually gone, so it was actually pretty empty. They're shooting the shit, and he's like, "Oh yeah, so uh, where are you guys from?" And they're like, "Oh, we're from California." And he goes, "I think I like messaged this to you on." Get out. He was like, "No, no, no." He was like, "Oh, we like Californians. They vote properly." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I the face that I must have had because my wife knows me very well. Oh, yeah, and he geez. walked away, and she was like, "Oh my god!" And I looked at her, and I was just like, "Do I, do I tip this man one cent? Do I?" It's so awful. Like, oh, he was the server. Time and yeah, yeah, he was the server bartender in, in the bar area. 
That is, he said, that is the actual quote verbatim. They verbatim. vote. Pro- we like Californians. They vote properly. Yeah, man. I don't know. I think maybe you'd be justified in not tipping. For him to inject politics like that. It's just the assumption that's like, oh, you're yeah. from California. You must be a communist. That tranny that I saw at the urgent care center, I, she was asking me like what I do. And I always say I'm a journalist just so I can avoid follow-up questions. And she goes, she, she goes. Seems like it invites follow-up questions. Well, it invites fewer follow-up questions than I'm a YouTube political commentator. I guess. And it's less of a lie. Um, and she goes, um, wow, we need you now more than ever. Like just assumed that like I'm fighting the resistance. Yeah, I'm, like, oh. I'm, I'm one of you. Thank you for your service. <laughs> oh right. man, sorry. Final you're... thought from you? Yeah, but gen- generally, I'm I'm pretty okay with pretty much everybody. Like even people on the left. It's just there's so many folks. There's no sane people on the left anymore. Like the blue dogs yeah. that stand up to corporatism and you know are all about labor. I can have conversations with those folks, but that whole town and my Canadian buddy told me Toronto isn't Canada. It's more like. San Francisco North than actual Canada. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yep. All right, guys. Have a good night. We'll talk to you later. Thanks. You as well. Uh, is oh, this? I wonder who's Stephen Ignoramus. <laughs> is that is that regular Stephen or is this? It doesn't look like his avatar, so I don't think it's regular. It's not Stephen Suarez. Stephen Ignoramus. Hello. All right. Uh, this is bad connection, man. We'll give you a second, but I don't think it's going to work. Sorry, dude. Yeah, sorry, man. We'll have to try another time. That one is that one's that one's some robot speak. If you can get your connection fixed, drop uh, in the in the roll call again. Dangerous spaces is up next. Oh shit! You know I already broke my own rule because I'm not thinking about it. Patrons and stuff, patrons and non-patrons. So Kiwi Kate, we'll get you next, all right? Oh, I just assumed that some of these were non-patrons, but I guess nope, I haven't. Uh, uh, Kiwi Kate, you're good to go, or dangerous, whichever. Hello. Both got their mics muted. So let's try. Now, who could have taken care of this problem? Yeah. An imaginary producer. Kiwi Kate can go first if she wants. You got. You got. 10 grand to pay him. I just had to fork it over to the IRS, unfortunately. That was the most angry I've ever seen Matt, for the record. I I try to tip you off, and then if you double down, all right. (laughs) Mr. Dangerous, either of you guys are good to go. Dangerous, Kiwi? Can either of you hear us? Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Can you hear me? Yeah, Kate, you're good to go if you're ready. I said, as I said, Kiwi Kate can go first if she wants. <laughs> Hi, um, first I'm Cola, and I, uh, you guys there? It's um, really cool. And <laughs> are you guys? Wait, and, uh, if you're Kiwi, you're New Zealander, right? Kiwi. <laughs> it's so a bit of New, a, New a Zealander and there. Aussie. We got in the we got in our <laughs> call room right now. Anyway, go for it. Sorry. Um, yeah, uh, I kind of. <laughs> kind of became more right wing and I, I even made my 30 year old sister cry yesterday for being right wing oh no how so yeah. go on <laughs> tell us more um, well we kind of had an argument about refugees 
because mm. uh, my prime minister, who's a nightmare, she is a um, <laughs> a big fan of letting in more. And I was telling my sister that's a bad idea, and she was just full on crying. Oh dear. <laughs> she just, that made her <laughs> cry. Dinner. Hey. She why? Because she loves the refugees so much. Is that why? She loves them so much. I, I honestly think she just has Bourne's disease. <laughs> just got to be maternal to everybody. <laughs> That's so bizarre. I don't get it. Just wanting to take care of people from a culture that hate your fucking guts. It's like, why? Why bother? Just have kids. Hmm. She just needs a, she needs a husband. Yeah. She was trying to tell me that she wanted to get a sperm donor baby. Hmm. Oh, oh my god she asked me if i would and i was like no never ever how are you younger i'm 21. oh, oh wow. okay so you've got some time man that's that's yeah. crazy so she <laughs> wants to be a single mom i mean most single moms like don't go in you know voluntarily adopting that it's usually their own fault but they don't go in thinking like i want to be a single like why i can't even get my mind wrapped around that it's a growing trend here in new zealand just women reaching 30 35 and being like oh i just want to be a mom now and i don't care about having a man in my life so too late yeah so that's all right sales. well thanks for calling we'll have to let thank you go you. thank you kate yeah. bye <laughs> have a good night dangerous spaces uh you're set if you're ready <laughs> i have to let him hang out i want to hear that sweet deep aussie voice again or Ozzy, as they make me say. I wonder if he lives in. He's not the Ozzy that that has been trolling us, is he? No, he's, he's a real the Ozzy that's been trolling. Hello, us. Are you guys hearing me? Yeah. yeah. What's on your mind? Maybe, uh, maybe he can't hear us. I'm wondering if that's the issue. Uh, let's try okay, Joe. I'm not hearing you on Discord. I'm only hearing you in uh, the actual. So we'll have we got some stream. kind of connection problem. Unfortunately, we'll have to try again another time, man. But uh, good to hear from you. I hope you're doing well, and we'll catch you soon. Joe, man, is up next. Yeah, when that the next time that fake Australian Joe. guy joins, we're calling him out. I want to know Hello. more. Sure, Joe, man, you're good to go is if you're ready. Even Australian? Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah, go for it. Okay, cool. Well, so in the start of the show, you said that people can be nice, they can be mean, or they can blow it all up. You know, I'm not going to blow it all, all up, and I'm not going to be nice either. I don't think there's enough mean people calling into the show. Okay, so, go for it. You know how when uh, Sticks Hexenhammer announced his candidacy, or should I say Tarl Warwick announced his candidacy for governorship of Vermont? I recall. within yeah. the week, withdrew it because he hadn't thought it through at all. <laughs> well, it was it was on a technical reason. On a technical reason right. that he takes foreign donations for his career. Yes, it's yeah. it just seems utterly silly. To me. Like if if Jank Uger did something like that, and it's like, oh well, I take too much Soros money. I, I can't, you know, I, I can't, you know, be a candidate for governor. I just have to give up too much of my income. That would be taken as like utter refutation of that person's ability to be taken seriously till yeah, the end but of George, George Soros is one individual donor who we know is corrupt. Most of our donors are anonymous and I actually don't know which one of my donors which of my donors are, are foreign. I can only it assume was that... considered and impulsive and he didn't acknowledge that at all when he says that he was giving up his candidacy. I mean, I he would acknowledge that it was impulsive. I, I mean, he's like seriously. the governor cucked and 
I mean, he, I don't. Do you, do you think he seriously thought he was going to run a successful campaign? I mean, successful in sending a message. Otherwise, why would he have announced? Experimental. See what you can do, man. I I really don't have an issue with yeah, it. Yeah, Faith Goldie's so running for Toronto mayor. I think he probably got ahead of himself without realizing how many restrictions on the finance there are, and then right. thought, okay, actually, on second thought, this isn't this isn't actually worth. And it. it isn't a. It's not like people would be donating to his campaign. Like you would have an individual donor. That's that's income and if anything was used for the campaign which it probably wouldn't have been then he would be targeted so wh whether or not he separated his individual finances from funding the campaign would be irrelevant if he gave, became a target for the left wing so i understand why he thought that I mean, this was not going to be an issue what um we so you, yeah well i'll give you the last word here but would you, your preference would have been that he would have said uh like what what would if he what would he have had to say to satisfy you on you, just acknowledging how impulsive it was and how ill-considered it was. Hmm. Like, yeah, but who did it harm? I mean, okay. I, I I made the point I wanted to make. Next time, I'll shit on roaming. <laughs> Look forward to it. All right, thanks, yeah. man. Right, bye. Um, Mafia Guido is up next. Mafia Guido, you're good to go. Hello, hello, how are you? Hi. We're well, how are you? Oh, I'm doing as well as I can be. Uh, more math for you all. Oh, uh -oh. no. I uh, was uh, following one of the anti-Brett Kavanaugh threads on Twitter, and someone posted a little image that said, oh, the people who voted for Trump were uh, only 18% of the country. They were the silent minority, were the vocal minority, not the silent majority. Oh, you mean 18% eight, is... of the population? Not only that, I'm like, that doesn't aren't sound they right. Are also counting kids in that? Aren't they, do, aren't they counting children in that population? That's kind They're of counting mistaken. illegal immigrants, too. Yeah, okay. That's what threw me off. I'm like, where did you get 18%? Because I guessed about 20% voted for Trump out of the entire population. And that's what it was. It was just south of 20. It was like 197 but now, yeah, now they're throwing in numbers of illegal immigration, illegal immigrants. Like, oh, they they didn't vote for Trump, so they're in the, the yeah, I, I can't English if you can't tell. <laughs> but uh, so I what the math I broke down, I found out only uh, nineteen point five percent of the total population, including illegal immigrants, voted for Hillary Clinton. So uh, more people didn't want Hillary Clinton either. So neither candidate should have won based on their logic. Yeah, right. It would it would apply to either. You're right. Well, they never yeah, apply no, these things to themselves. I just saw numbers and I did my thing with numbers. So that, that's it for me. Hmm. Okay. That was a math I can handle. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> Let's try. We'll get another non-patron in here. And again, I know sometimes I'm not going to go on a perfect three to one. I'm trying to, like, I, I there's so many things I got to keep track of that I'm it's doing. okay. This is the you first know, show that we've changed. I so don't try worry. to think in my head how many did we do and how many did we not so we'll try a non-patron here. We'll try Emmanuel. Emmanuel, you're good to go if you're ready. And then Buddha will be next. Pull Buddha in, see if Emmanuel can get his mic going. Hi. They're both muted, looks like. Let's try Paul. Hello? You hear me? Yeah, go for it. Hey, so I was just uh, I was uh, wondering if you guys have... Uh, uh, looked at or, or thought about how uh, the demographics of 
Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, <laughs> keep going. Oh. Oh, sorry. It's a uh, reverb from my uh, from my mic. Sorry. Um, uh, have you guys thought about how the demographics of religion are going to change uh, politics over the ages? I, I know there's a Pew did a study called uh, uh, the religious landscapes. Uh, sorry, it's uh, reflecting back my own voice. So it's. Uh oh, we might have uh, blonde. We didn't do a sound check on your end before, so check check. Yeah. We're getting echo off blonde. Oh, I'm not. Maybe just you, Emmanuel. I think we're actually good. Emmanuel, can you hear me? Yep. Okay. I can hear you. Be fine. Yeah, just uh, just get your thoughts out, and then uh, and then we'll comment on them. Okay. Well, um, is this uh, okay? Anyway, yes, I can hear you. So, do you have your stream up right now? That might be the issue. Oh, I do. Okay, that's probably that... why. Ah, there we go. Okay. Sorry. So um, I was wondering if you guys have thought about, uh, had looked at uh, the, the Pew Religious Study, which was showing uh, how many uh, kids the various different religious groups were having, which I, I, I think is, uh, uh, and so basically it's, it's really quite interesting because it looks like basically nobody but, basically nobody but the hyper-religious are having kids. I mean, is that, or, or is that true across religions or is it specific to specific some? to Islam mostly. So, I mean, there are a lot uh, of Catholics, I, but their birth rates are not as robust as Muslims. Yeah, not as they used to be. But uh, uh, actually, how it is, is it, it actually seems to be the more religious the group is, the more uh, kids they have. So Mormons have a ton of kids. Uh, Mennonites, they're averaging like six kids. What does more religious mean? What do you mean by that? Uh, so the more fundamentalist the religious group. So okay. even among Muslims, you get... Your, your more radical Muslims have more kids than your less radical Muslims. So your, hmm. your um, Salafists, your Wahhabis. Sure. All right, we'll, we'll have to wrap it up, but if you have a final thought real quick, go oh, for it. Uh, do you mind if I shield something to you, not to your audience? Uh, yeah, you can send me a link uh, later. Okay. Um, or um, if you just want to email me or, or message. Uh, I have yeah. emailed you. I emailed you Friday. I'm uh, building a piece of live streaming software, and I'd okay. like to get your opinions on it. Okay, I'll, I'll check my email. Awesome, thank you. All right, thanks, thanks. Ben. Okay. Okay. Uh, Buddha, you're good to go if you're ready. We're also due for a super chat break if, if you're set. Buddha, should I take another caller or do you? No, can you not hear him? No, I can't hear him at all. I can, he's talking about donating blood. Oh, you know what? Actually, must have been from the last call. Sorry, I must have had him. Maybe it was from a call previously or bad connection. You. I have him. Yeah. I had you muted. Yeah. So now ah, you're good. Sorry, now, you're good. now you're good. All right. So you can hear me now. Yep. Uh, that was because last week I was on mobile, but um, I went and donated blood. And while I was there, this lady threw a tantrum because she wasn't allowed to donate due to the fact that she had sex with gay men. Okay. And, and she was extraordinarily vocal about it. Like some some big SJW cause or something. Yes. Oh God. So who was she raging at the the healthcare like, facility? At the staff, the... she was she was saying it loud enough that everyone else that was there could hear it. And what was she saying? That. Uh, my wife heard more than I did. That's all she said. Okay. Basically. So how does one go about getting a bunch of gay men to have sex with you? Yeah, good question. Actually, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> yeah. That was my question, because, I mean, she was like this short, 
skinny white girl. Was she mannish in appearance? No. <laughs> Flat chested, but that was about it. I wonder if she was like exclusively having anal sex with them. Wow, this has taken a very serious turn, hasn't it? <laughs> I mean, that's just baffling to me. Does like that matter for one one for risk and then two for the blood? Uh, yeah, blood. anal sex, the contraction rates for HIV, it's like 10 times higher. Than really? The risk? Is, I didn't know that. I well, that's yeah. why the that's why in the gay community outside of the promiscuity, the hmm. contraction rates way, way higher. It's still okay. pretty low in the heterosexual community. Anyway, that was uh, informing and gross. Sorry, I, I took everybody's brain there. <laughs> Thanks for calling, guys. Not a problem. Have a good night. All right. Super chat break? Sure. All right. We have Mobmo. Is that the first one? Yeah. Who just says, what's up? Not much. What's We're up, Mobmo? Skag's trying to contain his rage and it's <laughs> it's overflowing. I'm mad. I just I don't have I don't have patience for that sort of thing. <laughs> no, it's fine. I got kind of scared. Kind of scared me. A little scared. Hmm. Uh big LC, do you guys Maybe own any Nike stuff? More, and if so, are you going to burn it live on Sunday show? Oh, this you sucks. Know, it Sorry, sucks because ahead. my favorite pair of shoes are Nike. Dude, I love I'll be honest, I'm struggling with this. I want to see where they go with this because all my favorite shoes are Nike's. Pretty much all of my gym clothes, Nike stuff. Um, I'm oh my snowboard boots, the last pair of Danny Cass Nike SBs they made in 2015, and they're I have to get new ones this year because those are pretty worn out. But I loved those boots. I'd buy another pair in a second if they still yeah. made them, but they stopped making them in 2015. I have a pair uh, of wide sneakers that I just I run them through the wash every few months, and then they uh, look like brand new. Like I I love them. I can't replace them. Anymore. Right. So I'm I'm gonna have some questions to answer about whether or not I want to buy more of a product that I like in the future. But two, do I want to go as far as like replacing all the clothes that are in good condition that I still have? I'm not gonna do that, but I don't think I'll buy anything in the future, which sucks yeah, because which they sucks. make a good quality shoe. It's those those tiny little child hands. They like get the stitching it's so <laughs> fine. I have um, the Nike SB Janoskis, uh, if anybody knows. Those are, I love those shoes, man. I have several pairs in different colors. In fact, um, here, keep going. But This is from right Ovid. Here. Sorry, Matt. I'm a yeah, little here's a pair. Here's a pair of my favorite kind of shoe right there. Oh, I like those. Yeah. That's like what I wear all the time. Oh, that sucks. So, so I don't, I don't but know what I'm going to do. But this does really piss me off. Like, I hate I agree. Kaepernick's fucking face. We'll also, talk about We'll talk about it on Sunday, but like yeah. it's sacrifice everything. Bitch, what did you sacrifice? Your career was in the Your shitter. Career was already in the toilet. <laughs> we'll talk about it Sunday. Ovid yeah. said, sorry, Matt, I'm a little drunk. I didn't mean to offend you or anything. I guess it came off wrong. I'm sorry, Ovid. Matt is very consistent about getting angry about being told how to do the show. And I totally understand because this is all a lot of work and I truly just show up. Like Matt does all the technical stuff. Like he runs this show. So you know, it's a very personal thing. It's like making fun of somebody's baby or something. Well, he's not making fun, but I will admit I have no desire. And, I, and I'm, I'm sure you know, he's well-intentioned. I'm not, this is not a, I, I don't have any personal issue with that. And obviously you've, you support the show. I appreciate that very much. And yet, so, you know, I don't, I don't want it to be interpreted as some kind of hostility. It's just that for me, I, I definitely have no appetite to be told how to run my product. And so. from day one, he's always gotten mad at these comments. Like, very, very mad. <laughs> Nobody should have emails to that, uh, to that.
that effect. Mike Bob says, regarding the California board video Matt made, which I haven't watched yet, I'm sorry. My comment is there is no in-group preference between men. Proof of this is the white knights unsheathing their katana of cuckoldry to defend Milady. Hmm. Um, I don't know that that's true. I think in like a healthy society, there is an allegiance and an in-group preference between men. But I didn't watch your video, so I can't opine. Oh, and I didn't, I definitely didn't talk about that aspect of it. Um, I think he's talking about whether or not it contributes to like uh, boys clubs and exclusion of women in corporate environments and things like that, which I would agree with what he's saying there. I don't see evidence of it necessarily in like a, a job environment. I would say in my personal life, like I tend to, I tend to have friends organized based around like activities I want to do and things. And those tend to be male. Mm. So most of my friends are going to end up being guys. I wouldn't say that I'm exclusive of women, but the odds are not high that I'm going to like, like find a chick I'm going to hang out with. In addition to like things that you talk about, which is like men and women. It's hard to be just, friends. Are, you're yeah. rarely like good friends without somebody having some kind of sexual tension yeah. issue. If not both people. Yeah, so, that's definitely true. Um, yeah. And then as, aside from that, you know, the shared interest thing is really important. It's harder for women though, because women under 40, typically hate each other and then women and men can't be friends so i have no friends <laughs> at least i'm married it's fine um michael wheeler in a date be a man and ask your question straightforward don't waste your time don't waste your time just or their time just to be nice um yeah i mean yeah. seven Molly talks about this and in my dating experience this has always been uh, this is why I've gone on a lot of first dates and not second dates because I'll hmm. just be like, here, this is what I'm looking for. Like these are, this is my political affiliation. And if this is, you know, problematic for you, then we probably shouldn't go on a second date and I'll pay half. <laughs> for this hmm. first date. So yeah. Just get it out there. Yeah. And you gotta be in my experience too. You gotta be clear about your intentions up front, especially as a guy. Like, it's not so maybe it'd be cool if we like hung out sometime. I don't know. It's yeah. like, nah, okay. I would like to, I'd like to take you out to a nice dinner. I would like to take you out to X, Y, or Z. Um, make it very clear that your intent is uh, one, make a plan. Don't be like whatever you want to do. No, make a plan and also make it very clear that your intent is like romantic dating. Right. Because yeah. she will just juice you for all of your friendship listening and give you nothing back if you don't make your sexual intention clear immediately. She'll do it. <laughs> I swear. All right. Let's, um, since we're going to take a break every half hour, let's cap super chat there and, and keep moving along. Okay, cool. Sound good. Sounds good. We'll have to keep an eye on time there too. I'm trying to keep, I'm trying to, what I'm trying to do is have some like more formal structure in the hope this will, uh, make things a little more smooth around here. Did we get, uh, last call? Let's see. Paul was up next. Paul, you're good to go. G'day, guys. No, it's you. I thought you. it was you. You. You've Are outed yourself. Are you even yourself. Australian? You've Paul. outed yourself yeah. after last week. Yes, I am. Oh, really? really? Yes, yes. How can I How can I prove it to you? I mean, I, I was thinking about this last week. I mean, have you heard the Australian accents of uh, Robert Downey Jr. in, you know, you know, what was it, Thunder? Um, his, I almost and, said and, Thunder, but no. Topic Thunder and um, uh, we're kiss, Americans. Kiss we can't fucking tell. And the only okay, Australian friends we have are tits and and bear. That's yeah. it. Right now, tell me who the Prime Minister of Australia is. Right uh, now, Scott Scott Morrison. All right, he passed that test. Son of a bitch. <laughs> what else would they know? 
I don't know. All right, I'll believe that. Um, okay, Nate, uh, hold on, hold on. Um, and we'll, like we'll, I, I'm going to break my rule a little bit. I'm going to give you one more test, and we'll make sure you get your time fairly because we're yeah. just, we're, we're fascinated by this character. Um, I didn't I didn't realize my accent was so strong. It's well, it's yeah, it's very. I mean, I made the Steve Irwin comment last week, but it's very rugged. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Name the states or territories of Australia, since there are no, not, you, there aren't that many. All right, states: New South Wales, Victoria, Queensland, South Australia, WA, Northern Territory, and ACT. Okay, yeah, he's, I wouldn't have been able to do that. He checks out. I, I buy you that. Check he's... out. You check out. <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry you thought I was trolling you. No, I'm. I'm I, I was telling my wife. I said, the guys, you know, think I'm a fake. Because my accent is so strong. Well, no, what actually happened? Fight. Yeah, what happened last week? <laughs> I was just trying to be dicky, you know. I was just okay. trying to give you a bit, bit of a laugh. Yeah. Because um, I love, I, I really love your show. I've been following you for years now, and that's why I became a patron. Um, I we just, weren't actually bad about this. We were just like, how far does this troll go? Dude, we got email. <laughs> like, I got emails from people opining about whether you were a character or authentic. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, um, well, I can, I can confirm. I, I live in a, a western suburbs of Sydney. All right. And um, I've been woke to the web now for a couple of years um, after a serious accident, and I had nothing mm. to do. So I, and I, I just you know found you guys and found you wonderful. I found you know blonde and her channel and Matt yours. And this call-in show has just been so much fun for me to listen to. Oh, well, awesome! Appreciate it. And, and, and thanks for We called into question your entire. <laughs> <laughs> it was no, just no, like that. Really... That call might have been the singularly most memorable call we've ever received. I think it's true. It's true. Well, yeah. I, I was just yeah. You know, again, Australians are, are known for their humour, and you know. It was. It was just. It came to me in the night before, and I thought, "Oh yeah, I'll just give." Because you kept saying, "Where's me? me where, that's not a knife. Here's a knife." You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, where, where in, where in the uh, the outback do they live? You know, and I, yeah. <laughs> and I went, "I'm a suburban, suburban yeah. guy," and I went, "Oh my god, <laughs> do I sound that bad over the mic?" No, it's not bad. It's also to a totally, nearly unfamiliar accent to us, and so it all sounds like. But it is my favorite global accent. It's between that and the posh British accent. Yeah. (laughs) And I must admit, the the reaction to the koala story, like when I was watching it back, uh, everybody sort of like was going, oh, my God, is this true? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was, you had me for a few seconds. I'm like, holy shit, there's a koala in this guy. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And, and of course, it's all sound. Um, Yeah, that's what makes it. You have to imagine it. That's why it's fun. (laughs) <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, it's like the old radio plays. You know, it, it's it's sound effects, and you know, just you've got to put your imagination to it. <laughs> oh man, we got to let you go. But thanks for calling back in and giving oh, yeah. us some clarification. You my, passed my, our test, we believe you. Um, thank you very much for that. But listen, my my final thought is: we just had Chelsea Manning. Uh, oh really? Cancelled about him. in Australia. And Wait, cancelled? Yes, yes. For what reason? This, her uh, criminal past, going oh, to jail. Oh, they, like they wouldn't let her come, him come in, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And we've got uh, Milo and Ann Coulter coming. Yeah. And... Milo's doing a tour again? Yeah, with Ann yeah. Coulter. No freaking Keith... way. 
And mm. Gavin apparently is coming down. So you better support it financially. I know. Or else. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. So I'd be interested to see how they're going to go. We, yeah, because we had Lauren and yeah. the visa yeah. problem. But yeah, but listen, trust me, next time I ring up and they'd be funny. Yeah, it's, it's all for you and it's for your audience as well. All right. Well, thank you, man. Thanks, Appreciate dude. it. All right. Wow. Bye. Coulter and Milo. This is. Yeah, that'd be a fun, fun uh, speaking thing to go to for sure. I'd, I want to meet Dan Coulter. Although I've talked a lot of shit on Milo now. I hope that. Yeah, but th- a lot of that was deserved, man. And I still like Milo. I still think he's an entertaining guy. I still think he's one of the most responsible for shaping my. Um, I don't, I'm personally. My change in perspective. About him ripping off that interview that I did. Oh, yeah. That was really bad. I mean, that's, I would never do yeah, that. To I got to think it was like some. It was probably some helper, fucking intern but, or something, but yeah. you know, they even edited out that tiny clip of my hair. Yeah. It's like, it was clear it appear as though they had conducted that interview. Yeah, like that was a big well, yeah. opportunity to credit. I mean, I was the cameraman. I'm the one who literally filmed yeah. the clip. That the, and again, I like, I, we say stole basically for people who don't, who aren't clear. Milo basically ripped some footage that we took at the RNC and reposted it. It was like this feminist freaking out against this guy, and it was right. a funny clip. And I'm fine with that. It's just they didn't credit us as the source. Not only did they not credit us, but they edited it in such a way that he, neither he or I was in any of yeah. the footage. Blonde was holding the mic to them, and I actually was holding the camera. And I think I asked some questions they edited out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So bad. still bitter about that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember at the time, it's like, it's a guy I really look up to, but it's, but I remember thinking like, yeah, but I wouldn't do this to somebody. I wouldn't, no. that's not a move I would do. And that was an important part in this part of our career because I was like, this really goes to show that like this whole way, no matter how small we are, we have to operate. Yeah, just, with it's not that hard to credit people. Jesus Christ. Nope. That's all I ask for. You know, I don't care how many people reuse my stuff as long as they're creating something new or right. whatever. Like, you know, just but credit me. Magic Sky Fairy, you're good to go. Hello. Just Hi. another... Fellow Australian, yeah, totally <laughs> legit. Oh yeah, and, uh, I, can't, uh, no, I can't even uh, fathom how. I was going to say that go. was that was <laughs> that not was the most convincing no, Australian no. accent I've ever heard. <laughs> well, it wasn't supposed to be good, but yeah. Um, so I uh, just had a long weekend, and yeah. I, I did what I figure most of your users was doing. You know, I was going out to the synagogues and drawing backwards swastikas. <laughs> um, ah, okay. Hey, yeah. that just, last uh, one was real. I know. Yeah, well, I don't know. It wasn't mine then. Um, but yeah, he, so. the, that one was correctly oriented and had the iron crosses. It was pretty uh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations to to that guy, that artist. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but you know, fully emboldened by Trump, I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't uh, if Hillary had won. I'd, I'd know racism is wrong. So that's uh, that's where I stand on that. Um, uh, so the reason I'm calling uh, is because you had a show, and I don't remember the context of this show. But you were predicting that at one point there would be a Miss America with a peen. Uh, oh, did we say that? I don't even remember. I, I, think, I think you were I like, come on, I, I want a Miss America with a peen. Do it. So I can't, I can't say that's happening. However, we're, we're a little close. Uh, Miss Spain, uh, I don't know if she has a peen. I got to see this. Or he, Zay, whatever. Angela Ponce, or P-O-N-C-E from Spain. Right. That is the 2018 Miss Spain. So the best woman in Spain is a man is this a, is this a trap this is a she's a trap that's that is what well, come on look at the face look at the i mean the it's jaw. definitely a pretty pointy face okay well we all know you... how skag loves a pointy face <laughs> yeah but, uh, but anyway i mean i'm, I'm a... looking at a bikini picture right here well, yeah i think the... that's a real woman are but... you sure this is a tranny okay keep it in your pants matt it is a tranny 
Um, It is absolutely a tranny. Uh, Go on Instagram. There's very... uh, Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't... uh, I'm not going to fake news you. Not this time. Damn. You know, so many women have this kind of like Instagram facial surgery that... I honestly, I, I can't really differentiate transsexuals the way that I used to. I mean, well, it's easier when you flip them upside down. Yeah. I'm confused now because there's this bikini picture that looks like it's several years old. That like maybe this is not her because that looks like nope, definitely not a tranny. Yeah. The one that's well, yeah, the one that's like in a pink floral bikini. That's a crap though for sure. You can investigate that further tonight if you like. But the the ones that are recent, I definitely see the tranny she cut it for off? sure. Uh, that's yeah, I have, that I don't know. I, I've looked a little bit, but not more than five minutes. I think the only way to know for sure would be to go to the source. Also, uh, in this one picture, she's standing next to a dude and is like four inches taller. Right. Oh, really? So yeah. It, and here's here's the kicker. Um, you're, you're not you're not getting Miss USA at least not this year. Maybe in the next decade. Uh, but you might get Miss Universe, considering Miss Spain is now in the running. Now, let's say, what would you consider like the absolute best home court advantage for a tranny? Like, what city on earth? San Francisco. Really? Uh, okay, Toronto, maybe. <laughs> no, no. You're thinking too locally. Be more diverse. You have white supremacists, you. Uh, Bangkok. There it is. Oh, that yeah. Is yeah. All right. Absolutely where they're hosting. Uh, so we got 32 uh, contestants. One peen, possibly. Um, <laughs> and potentially a Miss one Universe with a card peen. Or maybe a phantom peen at best. So. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. We got to yeah. let you go. Right, yeah, well, final thoughts. <laughs> right. Go for it. Uh, I, I, I don't have... I, my final thought is I hope Zay win. Uh, I do, too. I, yeah, I'm going to be watching with my popcorn and my drink. And the just, story will be great. Just hoping it. Yeah. Just, and if it, if it does happen, fists in the air, man. Good for this, you know, whatever. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. See you, man. Remember in Miss Miss was it Miss USA or Miss America? They're not doing bathing suit or swimming suit pageants. Yeah, thank you, Gretchen. Gretchen Carlson. There it is. So will they have no swimsuits and peens? Yeah. We know we'll reach full progress when it's the swimming trunks competition. <laughs> swimming trunks and a Pringles can on your ladies. This beauty competition That'll... has nothing to do with beauty. It's inner <laughs> beauty competition. Arrested Development was already all over this. Oh, they already had a bit like that? Yeah, that's. Yeah. I didn't watch that show, but that sounds like the wave of the future for it's sure. Good show. It's a good show. Um, I've heard good things, although Michael Sarah like is always forever the same character to me. Yeah, but he always plays the same character, so it's fine. Yeah. Michael Sarah plays Michael Sarah. I watched the hot ones with him in it like two weeks ago, and I was like, wow. He like wanted to stop it to floss, and I was like, Michael Sarah is just George Michael and is the guy from Superbad <laughs> and is yeah. every character he plays. Hey, what's up? Jack, you're good to go. Yeah, I mean, I liked some of those movies, and then as they just dragged on, it was like, okay. I mean, it was the same with John Heater from Napoleon Dynamite. Like, yeah. Napoleon Dynamite's an awesome movie, but, like, all you can do is Napoleon, dude. Yeah, he, he was only in that one other movie about figure skating. And it wasn't very good. I didn't like that movie, Blades of Glory. Right, Jack, you're good to go if you're ready. Yeah, hey, uh, I'm thinking about starting a YouTube channel. Um, you guys um, have any advice about writing a script for a video? Uh, you want to go first, Blonde, or well, I Well, Skag's videos are more natural than mine. I have a lot of people in the comments section complaining about it being scripted at all. Um, but I find it really helps to keep me on focus. I think my scripted videos are better than my unscripted ones. What I do is I keep my script underneath the camera, and I, like, minimize it so that it's just tiny little blocks. You can't see my eye moving across. Um, yeah. and, but Skag memorizes and then, like, does a bunch of takes. 
Well, I don't. I, I basically I have a camera that's right back here, and I have my script on my monitor, and I sort of memorize like a chunk, yeah, or read a chunk, commit it to memory, deliver it a couple times to the camera, move on, and then piece it all together. Um, is your question about whether you should script or about like how to script? Uh, probably, um, probably how to do it. Okay, I basically I just treat it like I'm writing. Um, like every video I do is basically like an essay piece, uh, like you might write in school or something. Most yeah. of mine are like two, between two and three pages. And I write them exactly like if I was writing, um, a paper for like a, a you know, a professor in college or something. So Difference being, um, I sort of plan in where I'm going to cut to maybe video examples or like stories. And obviously where it's appropriate, I try to mix in some more like jokes or, like it's it's not exactly the same as writing a paper in that you're going to try to sprinkle in some other ingredients but generally the the product is pretty similar the process is pretty similar yeah yeah, yeah that's, okay. I, was, I was kind of going I was kind of going to go for that anyway yeah and then of course I talked about this before but you know always use primary sources yeah right. yeah that's, that's a good tip yeah um, I hope that helps good luck on yeah, your I channel yeah all right. Well, thank you, man. Bye, dude. Bye. No matter how much I do it, it never uh, stops feeling at least a little bit weird to like, like kind of read up and then like oh, yeah. speak into a camera by myself in a room. It's just my outtakes some... are embarrassing. Sometimes when I'm editing, I'm like, oh, I hate myself. Like I can't look at your stupid face. I, I, people think the outtakes would be funny. They're really not that funny. No, they're so <laughs> cringy. They're really not that funny. For every video of mine, every 10-minute video I do, there's probably 40 to 50 minutes of bad takes or reading or doing or other stuff. Or being like, you know? fuck, or Caesar yeah, parking, yeah. or, yeah, it's really yeah. Nice. And they're not, they're not funny, really. Wilfred, Wilfred is, um, is up next. <laughs> Wilfred, you're good to go. Oh, no, I wasn't in the roll call. <laughs> oh, you're, of... you're just Rick rolling. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to work, go for it. No, no, I would. Well, I would have, but I actually, um, because there was a, a thing I had to cancel Patreon to then add it again, and it said it couldn't. <laughs> I didn't expect to get on the show, uh, so. I yeah, because I remember, I definitely remember you were a patron before, but now it has you marked as a non-patron. But if you no, are, no, I can get you, like I can that, get it fixed was, for you. There was nothing against either of you. That was just that uh, there was a thing with my bank, and I had to yeah, yeah, whatever. Down and restart it. But you're in for now. Well, I mean, all right, I suppose I did have something. Uh, if you just give me a minute to. No, no, I it's can... too off the. It's too off the cuff. I'll leave it with just this. I was going to talk about how annoying lives matter. Look. Black Lives Matter are and fuck hmm. Black Lives Matter and fuck Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Agreed. Wow. Thanks, dude. Bye. All right. Well, thank you, man. I can't believe that someone would have Project so much like hate in their heart. Hello. Hi. You're good to go, sir. Hey, um, actually, I want to apologize. I haven't been on for the last couple of weeks because how like, dare I, you? I, I, I'm sorry. Well, Please forgive me. How dare you? Absolutely. But um, dare two you, things. Sir. Um, I recently got a girlfriend. That's why I haven't been on. And, Ooh. Uh, Tell us an, more. She's a bit of a normie. Uh oh. Not like that's all right justice, though. 
social justice, but um, it's a, uh, she finds it a bit weird that I'm into politics and all that. And it's like, how do I somewhat show her like this is why I'm interested and this is why I care? Hmm. Oh, I, I honestly, I think that's a question for you to answer. You'd have to tell me why it is that you care. Because I think well, if Blonde and I were to answer those questions, I think we'd have variations of why we personally care so much. Maybe well, it would overlap, yeah, the, but the, it's not the, identical. The most political thing she's so far said is Trump's an idiot. Okay. But, I mean, how passionately does she believe that and how important is that in her life? Uh, probably if we had sat down and conversate, but it's kind of boring. How easily influenced is she by you? Uh, a bit so far, it seems like. I'll work that angle. <laughs> but second question here. It's pointed at Blonde, but Matt, you can jump in. A game of Mary Fuck Kill. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm not going to jump in. It's going to be all dudes. What are you talking yep. About? <laughs> okay. Har Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, and Kevin Spacey. Oh, God. Oh my god, that's really hard. Um, you got to marry Harvey. He's gonna get you the best jobs. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> I would marry Kevin Spacey because I wouldn't have to have sex with him because he's gay. I didn't even what? Why is he in trouble? I don't remember what was the Me Too against him. I think was he it, Me Too'd he, some he, little kid, right? Oh, no, it was he, it was gay Me Tooing. To, to quote right? him, can't he remember. he can't be a pedophile because he's gay. Oh yeah, I, I forgot about. I forgot like that a... he was gay entirely. And I also, I'm, I was under the impression that he was funny. Um, oh god, I don't want to bang Bill Cosby or Harvey Weinstein. I'd have to kill Bill Cosby because I think of the two, he's the worst. He's the worst rape. rape. Who is the most prolific? Well, Bill Cosby actually raped a bunch of people. I think that most of Harvey Weinstein's. It was just coercion. Okay. Oh, yeah. does that leave me fucking Harvey Weinstein? I guess. Well, that's a thousand I... other <laughs> hot blondes. Wait, which one that. are you marrying and which one are you banging? Or we'll go through it one I more. I guess time. I'm gonna marry. I guess I'm gonna marry Kevin Spacey. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna kill Bill Cosby. And only by default am I gonna bang Harvey Weinstein. That was a horrible question. I hate your great face. story, compelling and rich. No. All right. How about you? Uh, I'm not participating in this, but if you want to go for it, I'll give you a last word. Uh, I think we said it in the chat. I went with Kevin Spacey um, to marry Bill Cosby, the murder. And well, no, we said Bill Cosby to rape because taste of his own medicine. And uh, the fuck, I think I said Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, all right. See, that's impossible. You got to see what all the rage is about, you know? Yeah. <laughs> But you gotta find out if it's warm. worth it. <laughs> oh, All right, you gotta Man, find might, out what gave Rose McGowan that then. buzz hey. cut. You know, really might <laughs> might end up in a movie and use hashtag Me Too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. All right, thanks, man. See you later. Welcome. Okay. What is this show? <laughs> like, we're gonna restructure the show so that it's better. It's like, which of these three rapists would you fuck? <laughs> okay. Um. Admin Voss. So we'll take one more call before um, before uh, super chat break. As my mind, as we get into hour two, and my mind dies. Admin Voss, you're good to go if you're ready. Howdy guys, what's going on? Hey, 
Have you guys heard much about the new Eminem album, Eminem? I heard he got in trouble for saying, did he say faggot, or what word did he say? Yeah, he called Tyler the creator of faggot. Okay, I'm kind of um, losing you a little bit on your connection. My brother but... said it was horrible, and we used to like Eminem, so. Really? I've never been a big Eminem guy, or, you know, rap in general, really, but. What, what are your thoughts on it? I mean, he's just taken a lot of shots at different people for I don't really know why. I presume it's probably the death throes of his career. Hmm. He's not really been super good at what he used to do for the past 10 years. Stuff like Rap God has been, you know, kind of little nuggets here and there. But I don't know. I think he's trying really hard. He's still talking shit about Trump. He's even explicitly said, oh, He's not going to fucking answer me because it's going to make him too mad. He's not paying attention to me. Ugh, that's depressing. Oh, Eminem. Why can't these people just pull a Taylor Swift and never talk about it? It's like nobody wants to hear your opinions about politics. Shut up. Yeah. And you're not, by the way, message to all celebrities and people. It's not only that I generally don't care about your political opinions, but you're not edgy for like hating Trump. That's the most mainstream, lame thing you can do. Great, good for you if that's your opinion, but it doesn't make you like a counterculture person. It makes you right. a very... Mainstream. It makes you a normie, to borrow the word that we referenced earlier. It just makes you very predictable, very normal, very meh. Yeah. Hmm. Thanks for calling, I don't know. Do you have any final a... thoughts? I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, that's fine. Really, it's just been a sort of interesting look at how the left is starting to turn on him, even though he doesn't like Donald Trump. I hope that more of these uh, celebrities follow suit and slip up somehow. All right. I do love Thank the cannibalism. You, Thanks for calling. See you guys. What is this? I don't want to live in America where you can't even call anybody a faggot anymore. I know. Come on. How I do you think I was? Childhood. How do you think I was toughened up as a kid? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was called a faggot we as were a child. So mean to each other. So was everyone else. And it was good for us, yeah. And you know what I still say to my friends? Hey, faggot. Hey, faggot. <laughs> and I will not be called a bad person. I will not be shamed in a free country for such a thing. Uh, it's it's the classic thing. Is it's exactly like the Louis C.K. bit. Yeah. Which is like. And now, now they're all mad that he's coming back, too. Sorry, we need to get into Super Chat before I go off on some rant about that. But yeah, now Louis C.K. is coming back, and the SJWs are all mad because oh, he's never to be redeemed again. Sometimes people uh. are just being fake. It's like one time my brother called me a cunt, and I was like, Mom, my brother called me a cunt. And she was like, well, were you being a cunt? <laughs> <laughs> uh, AZ Archer. I mean, I would, yeah, that's the Louis C.K. Bit. I, would, I mean, I would never call like a gay guy a faggot unless yeah. he was like, being a faggot, you yeah. know? I mean, like, saying faggy things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> AZ Archer says, Good evening, bitches. Matt, I sent you an email with a link. Uh, covers a story about my county's board of supervisors turning down federal funding because of current immigration policies. But that is uh, asked wait, 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 re- Sorry, repeat that once more. I'm um, just... Matt, I sent you an email with a link uh, that covers a story uh, about my county's board of supervisors turning down the funding uh, because of current immigration policies. That is all turning down federal funding, maybe, or who's yeah. funding? Okay. Yeah, yeah, federal funding. Um, is that what I said? I don't know. I'm just wondering who's he's turning down whose money based. It's federal based funding. On... Yeah. Okay. Uh, that is all. As always, have a great night and keep things classic. Okay. Wow. Well, um, I think that's. I disagree with them doing that, but um, 
for once, I got to kind of admire people actually sticking to their views or principles. Normally, they're totally hypocritical about these kind of things. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe good for them, I guess, although it harms your county. So that sucks. Um, nonpartisan media, Matt and I once made love. I gave him some unsolicited advice and then he gave me the shaft. Matt, have you seen the shit show with Alex and Rubio? Oh, yes. Yeah, I did see it. It was, I mean, listen, I like some Alex Jones entertainment as much as the next guy, but that was cringe. Like that made me cringe hard. Maybe we'll talk about it on Sunday. Yeah. Really bad. Um, and a one on the situation in Toronto, keep in mind that the city funded a public housing building for Muslims that turned away a disabled non-Muslim man. Hmm. Um, dangerous spaces. I think I fixed my issue one more try. Okay. I'll bring them in after this. Uh, and a one downtown Toronto is ridiculously regressive. Uh, and Jack's DDSN birth rates are more in line with a country's GDP per capita than religion, just like deforestation. The higher the GDP, the lower the birth rate. Interesting. Maybe it's just because there's a lot more stuff to do. Um, I don't know. It is an interesting question about why, um, if, if the previous caller was right, like why would birth rates correspond with religiosity? Yeah. Why would that necessarily be a consequence? Although, you know, I'm sure religiosity corresponds with um, with monogamous committed relationships as well. Uh, Matt and I once didn't make love because he made a fuss about donating bodily fluids for a good cause. Uh, (laughs) Joseph shook a response last week. I believe Matt is right about having a strict immigration policy, but still allowing highly skilled immigrants. That was a Hmm. heated debate. Check out last. We do have one email about it, too. Uh, Eric Ray, Matt, I've been a professional artist for 40 years. I do pen and ink illustrations and wildlife art. People have always oh, cool. have unwanted advice for me, like add color, hang in there. <laughs> yeah, Actually, my dad, uh, and that, that sounds very cool. Uh, if you got samples of your work, I'd like to check it out maybe even because uh, I, I like that sort of thing. So send it my way if you're interested. But um, my dad, and this is not a shot at Ovid. Ovid is obviously a very cool guy. He's, he wants to keep things nice, and I appreciate his support for the show, so I'm not picking on Ovid, when I say this, I'm talking about just the pet peeve of like being told how to run your your product. Generally, my dad was a was a freelance illustrator for years, and um, and he's he's into oil painting. He's into all kinds of artistic projects, and I yeah. know that bugs my dad too to be told like, I don't know. I mean, he even did it. He even did it professionally, where it's like they tell you how to make the art, and yeah. even that it's still kind of an, is annoying when it's like you're paying me to to do it a certain way, but I'm still passive aggressively annoyed that you're telling me how to do it. I I don't know. It's um, you know, the other one for me is like, I can't stand it. If someone is like looking over my shoulder or reading over my shoulder, like if I'm on a computer or something, yeah, I can't stand that feeling. It drives me nuts. Yeah. Like I was painting the front door the other day and then my husband was like, just watching me. Yeah. What what are you? I hate that. I hate that, man. (laughs) Michael Schlecht said, go pack, go. No, no. Uh, no. Although I got to thank Michael Schlecht for, for doing all the, um, Michael Schlecht for handling all the, uh, all the fantasy football stuff. As I said, I'd never mention again. He, he coordinated all that for me. That is nice of him because it's so boring. Uh, AZ Archer, do trannies get phantom limb? syndrome a good question like when you pee does it still feel like you yeah do you get a phantom boner do i gotta say it that way does it still feel like it or uh... like what happens when you have a wet dream (laughs) is there still a hole there for the wetness to come out i mean what do you wow 
Uh, so they, they repurpose the existing urethra, right? But if they cut off your nuts, you can't. All right, yeah. we're getting a little too anatomically specific here. We've done uh, this so many times. Let's uh, uh, let's we got 25 or so minutes left for calls. So let's save the rest for. OK, cool. End of the show and move along with calls. Uh, if you have experience with phantom erections, please send me an email. I'd like to. <laughs> I'd like that to is a legitimate it. question that I would like to hear. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Gosh, I lost my place. Well, Admin Voss was the last one we did. Natty melts up next. So here's the deal about the rule. I'm going to try to get. Uh, I'm going to try to do two because I just realized there's kind of a, f- a flaw in the rules I've set. I'm going to go three to one patrons to non-patrons, but that assumes that the non-patrons are showing up before the patrons. Like right now, we just have a string of patrons. And some non-patrons showed up later. I gotta get through the patrons first okay. because they were just here. Hey guys! First, Hi. Mel, you're good to go. Uh, did you guys talk about Brett Kavanaugh yet? Not no. much, but I've been watching casually some good scenes. Did you guys catch the um, that dad from the Parkland shooting? Yes, Fred Gutenberg. I can't with that. It was so funny to me because it was like, but what was he thinking? Like to me, I made a meme about this because I couldn't stop. It was like he he came up to the to Brett and he was like, "Hello, my name is Fred, whatever his name is." Supposed Go- to know who that is? Like you're not a famous person. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I personally remember him because he's the guy who like yelled at Rubio at that town hall. But I would not expect most people to remember who that guy is. Right. It seemed like a setup to me. Oh, it totally was. He tweeted out beforehand, I'm going into the hearing to make sure that Brett Kavanaugh never sits on the Supreme Court. He said that on Twitter. he tries to defend himself. But he came up to him, and then Kavanaugh's like, okay, I'm walking away. And as he starts walking away, he's like, oh, my kid was killed and whatever. But to me, it was like one of those moments where where the guy comes up. He's like, dude, uh, can I have a moment to talk about our Lord and Savior gun control? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, kind of. yeah. it's a good analogy and it just it's just so annoying like obviously i have a uh i have deep sympathy for what happened to his family that sucks but fred that doesn't mean you're uniquely qualified to decide who sits on the supreme court or not it doesn't mean your opinion is worth any more than anybody else's because your kid got killed at parkland that sucks I'm sad. Like, I feel for you about that that's terrible yeah. but i don't have to give you some special magic treatment because that happened to you. And what was the purpose of doing that in the first place? If you want to talk to him, you can arrange a meeting to talk to him. Yeah. Like you're there with a senator. You were invited there. He you knew what was going to happen, especially because tensions were so high. He, he had security around him the whole time, right? Yeah. yeah. What's he supposed to do? Ooh, a chance to discuss gun control in detail. Sorry, I'm going to sit down and <laughs> I know, I know have a like- chat. I know Fred there's like Gutenberg. protesters screaming at you and probably want to stone you, but can you have give me a moment to talk about how great gun control is? I, yeah. I do wonder, to your point, what would have been satisfactory? Just the handshake? Is that all he wanted? Just a handshake? Or did he want like some substantive detailed sit down? I don't know, but I, I just thought it was, the whole thing was dumb. What a bastard. Like, we can't talk about Molly Tibbetts without politicizing somebody's death, but like this guy can do this and it's not politicizing the death of his son. Like, how? God, Molly Tibbetts' dad is worse than Fred Gutenberg, oh, too. Oh, my that guy God, gone. he's the worst. I don't know. I think that uh, was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, final thought you if you go. got Thanks it. For going. I, I think I'm good. That's all, all I have right. Have a good night. <laughs> have a good night, guys. I like her. Crow is up next. 
Oh, um, did I? Oh, Dangerous Spaces. I totally forgot. I need to bring him in. Sorry about that. Dangerous Spaces. You're good to go if you're ready. Uh, okay. Can you guys hear me? Sorry, I just turned my TV we can, off. Yeah. Can you hear us? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Hey. Uh, just firstly, I've been listening since what's now called Episode Zero. So big fan. Wow. You know. Oh my god. So, so you're one of the few. I actually got an email in my inbox today too from Wordy the Bird, a guy named Wordy the Bird. He is. He didn't mention it in his email, but I still remember. He's the guy responsible for naming the show. It's like you and Wordy. No have way. Been around for the longest time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, is it two and a half years now? I think. Yeah. It's two years and change. Yeah. Since May 2016. I'll try to be quick because I've completely changed what I'm going to talk about based on that last sure. call. I get sick of when people, and I used to be like this, but I get sick of when people use Australia as an example of gun control. Hmm. It just annoys me for a couple of reasons. Firstly, we have a smaller population than Texas and California. They're two states that you have there that they have a larger population than our entire country. Hmm. So you're trying to apply something to a much bigger population. Um, We didn't have that many shootings to begin with. It hasn't stopped it. We've still had shootings. There's just not that many because there never were that many. Um, yeah, see, I thought, sure, I thought this through. I'm sure there's other stuff, but just in general, sure. it just annoys me. It's like, did you um, did you have any guns before the buyback, and do you have any now? And if don't you don't want to share, that's fine. That's that's fine too. I think we probably have about a million guns and about twenty or no, twenty six, twenty twenty seven million people. So we don't have anywhere near the gun to person ratio that you yeah. guys do. Yeah, because we have more more guns than people. But I was I was just curious about you personally. Like, did you did you have experience with the buyback yourself? Uh, no, I don't. Mostly hmm. for Australia, and I don't know what it's like in America. Mostly for Australia, it's generally people on farms, generally rural areas. Yeah, which, so as I understand, not- is really the only people who can get them anymore. Is that true? Like, you can still get a gun, but you basically have to be like rural farmer guy with a need for it or something. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I, it's not real. There's not much gun culture here, so I've never really tried to get one. Yeah. Um, I know there was outrage in one of the major cities because there was a billboard up for a gun shop, so obviously they're round. Hmm. Okay. But, yeah, so I don't know. I've never, never tried. It, we, it's, we just don't have the – it's just not a culture. Oh, there was one more thing, actually, I thought about it as well. Okay. We'll have to be real is, quick, but go for it. Yeah, just real quickly. You guys had to fight to get rid of a government or get rid of British in mm-hmm. your country. We were basically like that 30-year-old guy from a couple of months ago whose parents <laughs> had to yeah. go to court to kick yeah. him out. We are the equivalent of that. They kicked out um, they kicked out criminals from our country, and that's how our country was essentially formed. Right, yeah. yeah. So you guys, you guys have a, you guys have a um, second amendment basically built on we were ruled by tyrannical people and we had to basically fight to get rid of them. Yeah. As opposed to us is, well, we were literally told get out. We built a country on being kicked out of the country. So <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, man. Yeah, It's just not the same. So anyway, have a good night. No so worries. Our, you too. Our live chat's getting raided again. Like it did by whom this, these Jew people. Oh no. Uh, yeah, like this happened a few weeks ago on our show, but like a bunch of people coming in saying Jews, like a thousand people saying Jews did 9-11. Oh, yeah. I don't really understand the reason for this, though. Like last time I was like, oh, well, they're just trying to get our channel banned or something like that. 
But then some people were like, no, we are legitimately trying to spread the message. I was like, what? Do you think that that's... Yeah, they came, they came after us before and uh, accused us of submitting to the Jews or whatever. Was that it? it? Yeah, yeah. And then they got mad at me in the comments. Like, I'm sure the guy who's listening, maybe he's listening right now. He got mad at me in the comments for calling, for saying we were rated by, like, people about the JQ. And they said, look at this. Look at, uh, I don't know what, the, they didn't call me a cock. Something to that effect. But they're like, he, he calls it the JQ when it's actually the Jewish problem. How dare <laughs> he call it the Jewish question? I don't know. I guess I don't really understand I, I don't understand it either it's like if you guys have an issue with us why just send us an email man. no but I, I think that they're like they like get together on discord and they decide to go on people's live streams at the same time because they're actually trying to like raise awareness for this i don't i don't think I they're mean, trying to get us banned whatever you're trying to do this this strategy is not effective like i don't know if you're trying to make us mad or whatever but that's not i don't think that's it I, yeah i, I mean we whatever it is you guys are trying to do they can only have so many youtube accounts i mean send us an email i'm I'm open to talking to anybody so if you think that i'm really really wrong about whatever it's like jay fry just, is behind this is jay fry yeah maybe it, maybe it's all his friends who knows <laughs> um okay uh crow is going to be up next and i'll let's we'll try to stick to the clock here as we wind down on time crow go for it uh good day mate i guess <laughs> the theme going okay. right i'm convinced Everybody's got to be from Australia today, I guess. Yeah. Although uh, your gonna... mic's really low again, so sp speak oh, up for me. Is that better? Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, I was going to ask you guys about that um, Alex Jones and Marco Rubio thing, but uh, chat, be chat beat me to it. <laughs> it was pretty cringy. I'll talk about it more if you want or if you have thoughts about it, oh, well, but if you got something else. Uh, no, if you're going to talk about it Sunday, I'd just like to hear what you, got, what you guys have to think about it. But I actually, I actually I was going to talk about it. I can't about... guarantee. We might, but okay. I don't know what's going to happen. You know. Well, yeah. I, actually, I actually bought some Nikes today. Ooh, um, why? Well, I brought I bought them from a drug dealer. I don't I don't know what he laced them with, but mm. I've been tripping all day. Mm. <laughs> wow. Okay, hold that on. That was filled with delicious I, puns. I wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> He's like, that's all I got. Oh no, no. <laughs> okay, Wait, one, one more, one more. Okay. What do, What do you get when you cross a joke with a rhetorical question? What? I don't know. Oh great, we lost him. Or he just stopped talking. So maybe that was the punchline. Th that might be the punchline. Now he's lighting up, but I, I can't hear him. Can we you We didn't hear get him? your punchline, bro. Sorry. I'll let him hang out. Maybe he can get his mic working again. <laughs> or maybe that was the joke. I don't know. Let's try Feckless Poon. <laughs> Not to be confused with Samantha Bee's Feckless Cunt. Uh, what's up? Hi. Um... Uh, sorry, this is my first time calling. Uh, did you Great guys name, hear? By the way. Oh, thank you. Uh, did you guys hear about the uh, the truck attack in uh, Dallas? Like some guy? No. Uh, he threw his or like drove his truck into a Fox Four studio. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I did um, hear about this um, on Stephen Molyneux, but I haven't looked into it. Yeah. Uh, apparently, this happened. Like, yeah, you remember when Milo the 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 attack on the newspaper happened and they, they the media was all blaming Milo. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Uh, so this site that I'm looking at, it's saying that uh, like this has happened about two days after Chuck Todd post a article in the Atlantic saying like, we need to stand up to Fox news. <sighs> it was, so, I heard it was really, I didn't read it cause it was way too long and Chuck Todd wrote it. Um, I heard it was right. like really rambling, really rambling, really bad, poorly written. Oh yeah. Um, 
But yeah, the I'm just curious. Like, are they gonna start making the same connections? The media probably not. Uh, like they oh, did with Milo. blaming Chuck Todd for it or what? Yeah. I mean, wait. So remind me what Chuck Todd actually said. So I didn't he read. Said it. in the Atlantic on Monday, he said, uh, "Start fighting up, fighting back against Fox News." Oh, gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, I think this would be an incredible stretch. In the same way it was to Milo, I guess that's yeah. the point. This was a local Fox station, or this was like Fox News yeah, it was Channel. A local Fox station, but this guy he rammed his truck into the station and started yelling high treason. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, oh my it's like god. A, yeah, well, I think by their standard, it would be totally fair to to uh, to rip Chuck Todd, even though, of course, I don't think Chuck Todd is at fault. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought that was really interesting. Hmm. I don't have much more to talk I'm about. I'm surprised Chuck Todd stayed awake long enough to write such a lengthy article. <laughs> yeah, really. That's that's surprising. Right. God. I don't know. Have you seen all those memes about the uh, the Nike with Colin Kaepernick? Yeah, it's, it spawned some pretty good memes, I got to say. Yeah. Um, but I think the my whole favorite thing one is, is the Thanos. Yeah. Well, it basically is a Thanos quote, right? I haven't seen the movie, right. but it's basically a... It, what does Thanos say? Like, believe in something even if you have to sacrifice half of humanity or something? Something like that, yeah. yeah. I, mean, but, I don't uh, know how that is. Fun is that some... fact. He's uh, a Guardians of the Galaxy Avengers fact, character. Yeah. Uh, Thanos has more snaps than Colin Kaepernick in 2018. <laughs> yeah, right. Thank you, man. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, boys, Clash of Champions. Getting down to crunch time here. Clash of Champions, you're good to go. Oh, hello. Hi. Yeah, hi. Uh, guess kind of popped up out of nowhere. Um, oh, I'm I'm just coming to talk about the Kaepernick stuff. But I'm guessing you're getting that a lot. We actually haven't had a ton of it, but let us know what's on your mind. Go for it. Well, for me. I've been against the whole Kaepernick thing because I think the guy was terrible at sports, especially if you look at his stats. Mm-hmm. And I think he basically just used this as an opportunity to, you know, sort of a get-rich-quick scheme. And as far as the whole activism thing goes, people will give me you the argument that, you know, he donated millions of dollars to the inner-city programs. I'm like, okay, give credit where credit is due. That's fine, you know. But yeah. that. Yeah, but that doesn't change my opinion on him as a person. And obviously this whole stuff going on with Nike, well, I'll probably be a bit of a, have a different opinion here. In my opinion, I got to kind of side with the left in a sense because mm-hmm. I am, while I'm okay with protesting, I don't think burning clothes is a good idea. Yeah. yeah, I'm definitely going to be burning clothes I already own. I think for me, the question is, am I going to continue to yeah, consume absolutely. a product that, I, that I've liked in the past? Yeah. Well, I myself, am, I don't, I don't, I'm not like a personal, like, uh, uh, guy, I'm not a guy that buys brands in particular. I mean, unless you count like video game consoles, because I have like two, di- I have like three different Sega Genesis consoles, Sega consoles in my house. Other than that, I'm not a brand person. But, um, like, as far as I'm concerned, I'm against the burning stuff, against burning everyone's clothes. However, like, however, I'm still against Kaepernick because I think the guy's a nobody. Yeah, he is. He sucks. Yeah. Hasn't he not even played this year? He didn't play no, last year. He won't play this year. Yeah. Anyway, we'll have to wrap it up. But if you got a final oh. thought, go for it. Well, mainly just the final thought is um, it, Nike. It's funny to watch Nike take a big hit from that. They lost a shit ton of money, 
And while, yeah, they're probably going to bounce back from it and it won't mean anything in the end, it's just, it's funny to see these companies always take a huge punch whenever they try to market activism. Yeah. Like, you know, and that always happens. That always yeah. happens and it's funny to watch, even if it don't, won't many, mean anything the next day. All right. I, Thank you, man. All right. Have thanks. a good night. Yeah. Bye. Key thing to remember about Kaepernick is even before he took a knee, Remember, he started taking a knee before Trump was president. He was benched for a garbage backup quarterback before he ever even kneeled. And now he hasn't even been in the league. Like, he was trash before the whole stunt. But Exo uh, Shelby, we got one, two. You think we can get through three patron callers? We, and then we actually will have finished the patron callers for the night yeah. before. So lucky us. So let's try to be quick here. And then we'll be right on time to get into our email questions. Shelby, you're good to go if you're ready. Oh, hi. So hi. I'll be quick. Uh, have you all seen that airplane that touched down in JFK from Dubai? No. I've oh, with like this. all the people that were sick? Yeah, they quarantined like 100 people. Hmm. Which is when terrifying. Is this? When today. did this happen? Oh, today. Yeah, with flu symptoms. And I think like, who was it? Like Vanilla Ice or somebody tweeted about it. He was on board, right? I think so. Hmm, weird. It was the United Emirates. And what really sucks is a lot of people are coming back from HUD right now. And they've had this huge flu outbreak there in Mecca and Medina, where you walk back and forth from Mecca to Medina during the HUD. Lord knows what they brought back. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is just a lesson about immigration, too. Like people come from weird foreign lands and sometimes they bring weird diseases and get everybody sick. It's called diversity. Yeah, whatever. Not worth it. Well, I went to Kurdistan and just drank bottled water and got typhoid fever. Oh my God. Like the Middle East is just a cesspool. Shithole countries, you say. Yeah, Yeah. shithole countries. All right. Well, you have a delightful voice. (laughs) Well, thank Thank, you. Thank you. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Okay, uh, Steven's up next. I can say mean stuff and sound like a sweet Georgia peach all the time. You know? <laughs> Southern accents are nice, yeah. yeah. We, all, I, we know I famously fell for it over the winter. Southern accents. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> S- Steven, you're good to go. I was wondering if y'all were interested in some gossip going on in our household. Always. Personal gossip? Well, it kind of revolves, it kind of involves politics and entertainment sure all right Uh, for some reason matt wants to watch the show on netflix that um, i frankly can't stand the subliminal messages in it Hmm. what is it well they're well it's pro illegal immigration and uh, Hmm. the show is called one day at a time i looked this up is it like a netflix uh original or is it something else yes Yes, it's it's actually a remake of a '60s or '70s show, and but this time it involve it revolves around a Latino family. Oh, which, so this is like a legal full house, basically. Well, they're not they're like. not illegals on the show. Oh. Um, the <laughs> the grandmother is a permanent resident, but she's not a citizen, and that got revealed when the granddaughter the was a freaking leftist and um, turns out to be a lesbian, huh. and. Oh. Um, a lot of that didn't bother me, but the the men on the show are weak and, and pussified. And uh, but uh, 
I finally drew the line and said, okay, fuck this show. And I, I'm the reason why I say it's gossip is because I'm trying to hide that show from his attention so that he won't watch oh, it again. Okay. Well, let's hope he's not listening to this. Yeah. I You're, doubt yeah. it. He's probably, he's, probably, he's probably asleep. asleep. Yeah. He normally is. <laughs> yeah. It seems like all the Netflix, like we've been watching Ozarks, which I heard it was really good. You yeah. Like it? It's good. But like, the brains of the operation is a teenage white trash chick. And then like the FBI agent is like kind of this masculine dude. But then you find out that he's like, like this gay guy who's banging this like black other masculine FBI dude. And I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just like, they have to work it in. Like, yeah. like, like all parties are accounted and what, for. And once you, once you're keen on these things, you can never unsee it. You know, know. it's like, it's uh, Steven, you're probably having the same experience. It's like the things you're talking about might be subtle, but you'll never be able to not, not notice, notice it. Like, I want to go back to a time when I can just enjoy the media. Although then it was probably festering in my subconscious and hmm. didn't even notice all of this propaganda. Final thoughts, Steven. Uh, I am starting to notice propaganda and uh, uh, not well, the only reason we haven't canceled Netflix is because the Marvel shows are on there yeah. and we enjoy those. Even, even Luke Cage, it's a good show, but uh, there, there's one other Marvel show that uh, I can't watch more than five episodes because it's filled with um, propaganda. Hmm. All right. And that show's called cloak and dagger. I don't recommend it. Just do what I do and don't watch any TV or movies. Yeah, <laughs> that's, just uh, that's how we're getting. There's <laughs> propaganda and everything. Except for I don't do it for political reasons, but you know. Yeah, then I can't brag about standing next to Kristen Ritter. Ah, <laughs> all right. Well, though. thank you, Stephen. Thanks, dude. Uh huh. Kristen okay. Ritter is the weirdest looking hot chick. Uh, I've ever seen. Like you're so uh, hot, hot. Yeah. What's I don't yeah. even know how to spell her name. R-I-T-T-E-R. Oh, that chick. It's um it's Jane from Breaking Bad. Yeah, it's like yeah, you look kinda. like a tiny sexy mouse or something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I, I think she's like I wouldn't rate her super high, but I mean, I think she's alright. Yeah. It's yeah. basically the way you're describing, like you're kinda hot. No, I mean maybe. she's she's a smoke show, but she's weird looking and she always has weird expressions on her face she was really like, good as that character anyway jay edgar's gonna get last call tonight somebody in the live chat said she's got buscemi eyes <laughs> kind of like what is it she is a yeah although her eyes are syndrome. her eyes are kind of wide and you know how i love eyes so wide you can drive a truck between yeah them. skag likes yeah. his women like their faces have been beat against a wall until their eyes just <laughs> separate <laughs> Like you Jackie O. <laughs> you mean you mean who? Jackie you mean O. Everybody likes that. I well, I don't know. How wide do you like your eyes, Jay Edgar? Uh, well, I never really thought about it until you guys started uh, saying things. I would rather have the big eyes than the space between them. Ah, Agreed. well, yeah. I mean, you don't want wide and too small. Yeah, that's true. But you definitely don't want too narrow. Anyway, what what uh, what's what's on your mind? Well, I wanted to. Well, I know Blonde's going to want to ask me about how my date went, but we can I save do. that for the end of the call. But uh, I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on innocent until proven guilty, because in the wake of the Kavanaugh hearings, I've been thinking a lot about that. I might make an episode. 
thought about it. What about the uh, merits I didn't, of I didn't, innocent didn't, until proven guilty? Yeah, and well, I didn't hear about the, how this applies to Kavanaugh. Well, what I'm getting at on there is, you know, we have innocent until proven guilty built into our system here in the country, but the problem that I have with it is the fact that now they're presuming that Trump is guilty and they're now looking for the crime. Yeah. it's They're going to find a crime on him no matter what. Yeah. Uh, they die doing it. And I don't like that. I don't like that precedent for the rest of us either. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, that, that... this is why the, the legal the legal standard is that you're innocent until proven guilty. We can't yeah. make the left enforce this on a cultural level, though. I think maybe the only way to get around that is to be more strict with the scope of investigations or presumed right. charges. Like, right, the, right. like, I don't know. I have conflicting feelings about this because, like, on the one hand, it seems it seems totally clear that, I guess, Manafort, as a technical matter, committed crimes. And there are probably things for which you should face justice. But should they come out of like an investigation about collusion with the president? They're, they're totally unrelated to the investigation. Right. And I was under the impression that there were some standards uh, surrounding this, which I know from my high school experience, because I always thought that if you got pulled over for speeding, they couldn't search you for weed, which, you know, many of my friends failed this experience, but they would have to have probable cause. And so I always thought that there was some kind of, scope you have to operate within a scope of the the intent for which you were arrested. as long as the search itself is legal then evidence the search is legal kind. if you're pulled yeah. over at least in wisconsin but uh what's going on with that is they've stopped you for something else entirely and they've had a process crime in the uh basically in the process of yeah. the stop all right. Well, um, yeah. we'll, we'll have to we'll have to be quick with time here but if you have thoughts on that or if you have thoughts on your date go go for it well, actually, it was pretty incredible. You know, it's it took us three months to get together, but I think it's going to be better than my last relationship. Three months? Where did you meet? Where'd you meet this chick? Internet? Uh, well, yeah, it was through Tinder, and I like that wow. a lot better than my last. Well, you, you never remember a, a Tinder chat sustained for three months? Is that what you're telling me? Well, it turned to Snapchat in the last two months, but we I Ooh. found out when we were on our date, we were both living with our exes when we first met. So. <laughs> It's a match made in heaven, man. I don't know. Sometimes the end of the relationship, it takes a while to like wind it out. Well, and the fact I like it better too. My last girlfriend, we met through eHarmony and there was the social pressure that we had to stay together. Because 95% of the people from eHarmony get married. (laughs) That's right. You might make it into one of those ads. There's no expectation between me and Jordan. It's she is. We're expected to fail. Tinder is expected to be a failure. So hey, that's true. It's a bonus. Keep it positive. No expectations. Except for what's the Tinder reputation that you bang on the first date? I've never well, used Tinder, but it is the sex app, right? Kind of. Uh, I just uh, like people who are clear about what they want. Because some people are looking for relationships and some people are like, you know, come over now. But the good news is uh, she knows about my channel and we watched an episode together and she didn't even blink. Even All right. Even though it's Dane County. Well, yeah, she's not you're... blinking. You probably need to talk to her about whether or not she's a robot. Uh, Russian bot. That was, I liked that one. You know, that's, that's uncharacteristically dry for chick humor. I got to say, nice. That was a good one. Your standards for what's funny coming from a woman are so much lower. So I can well, just tell these average jokes and people are like, oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Women's jokes are usually not as dry as that one. Of course, I like dry, subtle humor. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, good luck. Like British stuff. 
Yeah. No, there's never been a funny British person in the entire history. That's crazy. That what about <laughs> what about Monty Python? No, not funny at all. And now I get emails tomorrow fuck? from angry, angry Brits. What uh... the French toast? All right, guys, Articanto is waiting. Thanks, man. <laughs> bye bye. Actually, um, I hate to break Articanto's heart, but he is. He was late to the scene and we got to call the deadline because I, I set a deadline. I'm sticking to it. It's time for email questions. I'm sorry, Articanto, but we will be happily get you another time. And uh, everybody else uh, who thank you for participating under the sort of new rules tonight. I hope it works a little bit it better. It went pretty well. Went yeah. Pretty and uh, and now we'll have some time for email questions and we won't uh, we won't have a three hour stream. Um, Good. Okay. We don't have any video time. questions, right? Just email questions. Am I right yeah. on that? Okay. Uh, I'll go first. Molly Cottle says, knowing how important language is in framing narratives, I've been thinking about the treatment of a certain word or idea, conspiracy theory or conspiracy theorist. In a technical sense, it should pertain to anyone or anything involving, you know, conspiracies, which certainly do exist. It's literally a category of crime, conspiracy to commit a crime. But in practice, it is almost exclusively used as a pejorative to dismiss the speaker and theory as nonsense. When CNN calls Alex Jones a conspiracy theorist, it's a dig, not just at a statement of fact, or not just a statement of fact. When Huffington Post talks about the far right's conspiracy theories about South Africa, there's an inherent dismissal of the claims being made. Yet when these outlets talk about things like Marussia, which is also a theory about a conspiracy. They never refer to it as such. Why do you think there is a disconnect over this word? And what, if anything, do you think can be done about it? Um, I think that it is a strategically employed word, like you mentioned. I think that I seldom hear it used without it being uh, some sort of derogatory statement about somebody's belief system. Like, wh when do you legitimately hear somebody saying, like this is a conspiracy theory without them talking about how whatever they're talking about is bullshit. That's, and that's the context that I take it. I'm open to words kind of adopting new meaning as they develop, you know, culturally or as they're used culturally. I'm not saying like, no, this is the definition of the word. And if you use it wrongly, you're wrong. But to your point, I, the term conspiracy theory or conspiracy theorist is used as, um, it's used as a point of dismissal. So that's like when I see the South Africa example is a good thing, is a good example that she used. When I saw that last week on the Sunday show, or which was it last week or two weeks ago, whenever we were talking about South Africa and all the reaction was, it's a white supremacist conspiracy theory. To me, that means that doesn't mean, um, I don't, I don't interpret that to mean there are people conspiring to kill white people in South Africa, though they're, I mean, whatever. I'm not speaking to the truth or falsehood of that statement. What that means to me is this is a debunked false claim that is not true. That's right. how I interpret the statement. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm not upset about use of the word to mean debunked false statement as long as that's what they mean. That's the way I interpret it. But I guess then you're to, to Molly Cottle's point, we need a new word to describe something that is like, well, it's a theory about the way things are unfolding beyond what meets the eye. That's Yeah, but that's just yeah. a theory, isn't it? Well, but a conspiracy theory would be one that involves a secret plot or a conspiracy, you know? Yeah, I suppose that's true. I mean, I think we should just stop using the phrase entirely unless it refers to something like aliens or flat earth or... I just don't... I rarely use it myself because I don't think it's useful. Like I don't right. like to use words that just dismiss things outright. If it's so silly, 
if it's an argument or a belief that's so obviously silly, it should be easy for me to explain why it's silly. I don't have yeah. to label it. You know, it's sort of like, um, what, what would the term be if you have like ad hominem, if I'm trying to discredit your argument by making a personal attack? Yeah. It's not, it's not, conspiracy theory can be a personal attack. Like you're a conspiracy theorist, mm-hmm. but it's almost like a character attack on the argument itself, if that makes any sense. Yeah. It's not, it's not substantive is what right, I'm saying. Right, right. Yeah. That was a, that's a good point. Um, this is from Craig. Your discussion from last week made me think of the concerns that we'll be having uh, doctor shortages over the next 10 to 20 years. Ideally, we get more doctors from within to fill that need, but it could be supplemented a bit by immigrants. If the needs of Americans are not being met, would that lead you to want to have more people allowed into the U.S. if they're qualified to be doctors? They would have to be the best people. Uh, they would have to be the best of the best for us to let them in. If so, how would we promote assimilation for these people? And Blonde, being from St. Louis, do you like St. Louis-style pizza? I lived there for a bit, and the worst pizza I've ever had was from Emo's. You know, I... Um, came around on emos I, I ended up liking it before I left. what's st louis style pizza like really thin it's like pizza on a cracker Ugh, no i came around chicago it. like i'm all about that the you know deep dish kind of stuff um regarding this um i still may i know i know skag's perspective and like he made some some compelling points i still maintain that a better methodology would be to improve um improve our academic environment there is no reason we would be facing a doctor shortage. There's no reason for that. Why is it? Because not enough people want to become doctors because like they don't make enough money or some shit. No, we need to improve well, there our is, there is, environment. There are some problems in this in the financial structure we've created with right. with Medicare, Medicaid, things like that. There are some actual financial disincentives for doctors. Yeah, and medical malpractice fix, is but... totally out of hand. But um, I know people that went to medical school in the 70s and paid $700 a year at some of the like top American universities. Yeah. Now you're going to be saddled with $300,000 of debt. You know, so a lot of it is is problems with funding and with medical malpractice, but there is virtually no reason we should be facing a doctor shortage and I don't think that bringing in people from any other country um, is a solution to this. And when I search for my personal doctors, you know, I want an American doctor. American. Like I don't want some Indian doctor. Um, and I think that a lot of people feel like that. Like, I, I don't understand why we can't just do this here. Well, I guess my concern would be not just about doctors specifically, but I, and I don't want to rehash last week cause I've kind of explained my perspective, but I, I really think it's unrealistic to think that we're going to fulfill every industry in that way. You're probably going to have a shortage of top talent in some industries somewhere, maybe you, maybe you fill everything you need at doctors, but maybe you need, maybe you need more in, in some other highly skilled professional industry elsewhere where there are willing and able people wanting to come here bring their wealth, develop business here. That's additional service. That's beneficial for Americans. That's but outside that's service of emergency services. Why can't you just go to their country to obtain that service? Uh, are you talking about doctors specifically? Uh, why, yeah. why would you want, why wouldn't you want the wealth to be here though? Because I don't want the immigrants. But, but you don't think there's any benefits of the wealth? I'm not saying there's no benefit. I'm saying that the cost outweighs the benefit. What's the cost of like a small population of highly skilled people being here? Uh, I, I mean, I don't want any, I, I think we need a moratorium on immigration because of the cultural problems they bring irrespective of their level of wealth. I just, I, uh, that's, you know, we don't need to hash And how it small I, are we talking here? I just can't accept the premise that it's harmful to bring the world's top talent to this country. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a cost-benefit analysis. I'm saying at this point in time, there's no reason we should have a dearth of American doctors, and I don't think that it's worth it to be bringing people in from other countries. Hmm. Agree to, uh, we'll have to agree to disagree, I guess. But um, uh, thank you, thank you, Craig. Appreciate it. <laughs> Rodney says, my comment is on the, is it Asia or Asia? Asia Argento? Both, but I, I think it's Asia, but that's stupid, so I'm just going to call her Asia. Okay, we'll go with Asia. Asia Me Too story is, and the huge story nobody's talking about, especially CNN, um, or it is a huge story nobody's talking about, especially CNN. Anthony Bourdain was not just a CNN employee, but the darling of CNN. He also, uh, he is also the one who arranged the payment and non-disclosure deal with the 17-year-old, which means that a CNN employee held back crucial information on one of the biggest stories of the year. That is, uh, that one of the main catalysts behind the Mean Too movement was a sexual uh, offender herself. Can you imagine the pressure of knowing all the while the entire world pours adulation over Asia that she had a statute that she had statutorily raped a minor? That hadn't knowing, occurred to me. Yeah, knowing if it ever came out that he was the one who paid hush money. Oh, okay, I see where he's going. Knowing that if it ever came out that he was the one who paid hush money, that his career would be completely over. Throw in the media and the Democrats going crazy over Trump paying hush money to a legal consensual encounter uh, on top of that, all of that as well. Okay. Notice how it was just a couple of weeks after his suicide that the news broke about Asia. Do you think it is possible or it's a possibility that he knew the news was going to break and didn't want to face the backlash or that he couldn't take the pressure, the guilt, uh, the guilt and the walls closing in. There is a huge story there with a ton to unpack matt and blonde go well it's a lot for me to speculate um wildly right now but there's conspiracy theories but i I will say having not put a lot of thought to it that there are some pieces there that maybe there's something to think about well we do definitely know that he knew about the payment um and a lot of people have said that he made the payment so we at a minimum know that he knew he may or may not have paid um so i think I mean, I think a lot of it also had to do with her banging that dude in Rome and then the hmm. paparazzi finding out about it. Hartiste or Rational Mail did a really good article about this. I can't remember which one it was. Um, but I think that this certainly had something to do with his suicide. I think that he couldn't take the scrutiny. The other angle is him posting on Twitter or whatever it is a few weeks prior, harshly critical of the Clintons. Which one is the one that did him <laughs> in? His cover-up for Asia's Me Too? Yeah. Or his criticism of Hillary? Yeah. Maybe it was. The or I forget. Was it Bill? What was it? it? Might have been one or both. I can't remember. Can't remember. Um, yeah. I mean, it's to be honest and sorry to kind of punt on this, Rodney, but it sounds like you know more about this than I do. I, I all I can say is that I've not heard anyone connect the dots quite to that degree. So I don't think it's crazy to to theorize necessarily. Yeah. I mean, he was like the ultimate beta male, too. Um you know, he ends up with this MMA fighter, like the strong women. And I heard that he said something to his daughter. He like was having his daughter train herself in mixed martial arts because he quote, wanted her to be able to defend herself against anyone. Like that is such a stupid thing to teach your daughter. You need to teach your daughter. Like you can never go up against a man because he will beat you physically every yeah. single time. Oh, I see. You're saying teaching her to fight like, you know, to mano fight like a mano. man, like she, yeah. like she'll be empowered. She'll put herself in dangerous situations. Yeah, good luck. Like, I can take care of myself. No, you need to be like you are weak, and men will always out, be stronger than you. You need to. Here's how to use a gun. 
which yeah. of course he would never do. You need an equalizer. You need mace. You need a gun. You need those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Reed, I, I wish I remembered. It was either Hartis or Rational Man. Maybe they've both written about it. Hmm. Uh, this is from Tan. Thank you for that, um, Rodney. Uh, this is from Tanner. Did you guys see Tucker Carlson's video asking for higher pay for Amazon's workers so they can get mm. off food stamps? In his twist on the argument enough, is his twist in the argument enough? To, I'm illiterate to convince you that raising the wage gap would be beneficial. The wage gap. Does he mean minimum wage? Um, he must mean minimum wage. Is there a solution to have a sensible minimum wage that also keeps people off of food stamps? Uh, no, I mean, I think that putting a price ceiling or a price floor in consistently creates market waste. I've never seen an exception to this. And that um, goes for labor theory. I haven't seen the segment. I did hear a brief cut of it on Shapiro's show, so I can't say that I've heard Tucker's argument in full. Uh, I would not be in favor of an artificial price floor from the government in terms of minimum wage. What I would like to see if the workers are... First off, I think the key thing to remember here is the workers are agreeing to to do these jobs under these conditions. They've consented to perform this job for this wage. If, however, they find those uh, those wages unsatisfactory, their conditions unsatisfactory, this is a case where I think, look, if you want to voluntarily organize, if you want to if you want to form a labor union, a private union, uh, a union in the private sector, that would be the solution that I would I would like to see. Um, if they want to raise their wages, that would be a voluntary negotiation between their boss and them that would not involve artificial manipulation of or coercion. Of the, yeah. Yeah. Or coercion, artificial manipulation of the, um, of the economics in play here. So without, I don't, and I don't want to, I don't know what Tucker said or didn't say, so I can't say I agree or disagree with what he was saying, but, um, but in general, no, I'm not, I'm not, I would not be in favor of, uh, of raising the minimum wage. And honestly, a lot of these is, is Amazon still headquartered in Seattle. How much of their operation is still there? Um, a lot of it, but I think their secondary operation shut down because it was too expensive. I don't know where they're going to Seattle is, a, is at 15 minimum these days. Is it not? They've, um, implemented it. I believe it's at least passed, hmm. but I think the rollout's begun. Hmm. I might be wrong about that thing. Yeah. I know. So about I, Seattle. so I, I'm sorry. I can't give Tucker's argument full credit without having heard it, I'd have to hear his points to respond to them in full. But in general, I'm skeptical of the, the minimum wage idea. Yeah, I've never seen mm. it do anything but create stripe in markets. Uh, you want to take Jason? Jason says, uh, what is your take on this? Why are pro-choice activists always, good thing I read this one, always so anti-attractive to the <laughs> I'm just thinking of that chick in Cleveland, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like, you're your own contraception. I mean, let's make no bones about this. Uh, but that was a good pun, too. No bones about this. I didn't even think about that. Wow, I'm on fire. Why are pro-choice activists always so anti-attractive to the point that their right to choose will almost assuredly never be needed? <laughs> Case in point, protester person would never want to misgender protester person from Kavanaugh confirmation hearing. I mean, come on, who's making a baby with that? I've not seen this protester. So I'll it have was to look one it of, it was one of the uglier ones. Uh, I forgot to drop that in there. Um, I, Amy Schumer once said something that was very wise. I can't even believe I'm saying this. Hmm. You to record that sound bite. I know. Incredible. Right. But yeah. she said, if you lined up all of the ugliest chicks that your average guy would bang, you would be shocked. And that is so true like every dude i know no matter how handsome has banged 
ugly, some ugly chicks. It's about the ease at which you can get sex. It's just more important to men sometimes hmm. than beauty, um, especially if they're drunk. That being said, so if you're an ugly chick and you're a giant whore, then what you want is to be able to bang the most attractive man, which you can, um, and not have any consequences for it or any personal responsibility to have the baby, which would, the picture that he showed to this girl, she was like a solid three. I mean, she wasn't a one, but she was a three. Yeah. While you discuss, I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can find an image maybe. Um, it, it's in the email too. Um, oh. so yeah, I mean, I don't think that their ugliness or fatness is much of a hindrance to them being able to have casual sex. Hmm. Yeah, you articulated that in a way that makes sense. Cause to me, it's like, I don't know, man. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain that. Cause, uh, but I suppose, I suppose you're right that as long as you leave the door open, someone's going to walk right in, you know, uh, ugh. Ugh. I don't know. I don't have much commentary on this, but because you know, it's, you know, a lot of, I, it's true though. I've heard from a lot of guys, the philosophy of like, dude, once the lights are out, it all feels the same. Who cares? And, uh, I've never been, I've never subscribed to that worldview, but you know, in the pitch black, there's some truth to what they're saying. If that's your, if that's your only objective, all right. Fair enough. I, I, I do know there are people who operate by that philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. Although I guess if you were one of these chicks, it's going to have a real tough time. <laughs> uh, why wouldn't you want to like, you think your game plan would be like, I'm going to get pregnant by like the most, like, like the, the 10 out of 10 guy around. Cause then I have my ticket to a solid life, but she gets government funding and she doesn't want to have the responsibility of having a baby. Hmm. All right. All right. Uh, fair enough. Just keep in mind that Tess holiday is married to like an you, average dude. Did you see that Cosmo cover? Yeah. Oh, I think I sent you to uh, to you on Skype. Oh my God. It's like, this if, is, she needs to lose 60% of her body weight. Probably there's more bad than good. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's just crazy to me. And it's like, it's one of those fat chicks where it's, really sad because she has a pretty face like sometimes yeah, i'll yeah. see a really ugly like ugly in the face fat chick and i'm like yeah not much even if you weren't yeah. fat, it's like you're not and worth it very much but, and the, we, but she has a pretty face and it's like what is your fucking problem right we and we always get you know some backlash for commentary like this listen it's not about being overweight or not i actually don't care how you want to live your life i just don't want to be like for cosmo to put this out and say look at look at how beautiful this is look at how totally normal of a lifestyle this is we should all uh, embrace or celebrate this that's where you draw the line all right like live that life if you want but it's i feel the same it's not it's not exactly the same the delusions are different but the spirit of it i feel is the same to me where it's like with the transgender stuff like you're going to impose this delusion on me and force me to accept that this is something that it isn't it's the same thing with the the body positivity stuff like you're going to try to get me to embrace this delusion that this is anything other than really unhealthy. Right. And I think that this is a manifestation of like the societal sickness where we just don't have any shame, where nobody's allowed to shame anybody about any of their lifestyle choices because it doesn't affect them. But it starts to affect me when somebody tells me, look, this is what beauty in 2018 is. Then By it's the my way, fucking problem. Blonde and I were both formerly fat. 
So. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't like super. I weighed one forty at my fattest. Yeah. I'm five foot six. I weighed one forty five at my fattest. Yeah, and I got up to like two thirty five at six zero. Like that's pretty. Like we weren't yeah. like obese, but like I was fucking gross, mm. gross. And she weighs over twice what I did at my absolute fattest. All right. So we got to do let's, less. Yeah, let's super chat. Okay. Um. Let's see. This is from Winston Churchill. Oh, the smoke here is still driving me crazy. Well, it's all cleared out around here. None, oh God, none it's left. Awful. Uh, if I threaten to kill myself, can I jump ahead of the line to call in? Please, I have a funny video to share. I also have a book to recommend. Um, we do take threats of suicide. Rules is rules. <laughs> Sorry, but you can send us an email or uh, hop in next week. Um, Howard who's <laughs> that's good. I like it. Matt digging your new fashy timekeeping rules, but also make sure you make time for that sweet, sweet REM every night. People get bitchy when they're tired. You're not you when you're sleeping. I actually sleep quite well. I think yeah, that I, that's a phrase from some mattress. Company. It's you're not no, you. it's the Snickers bar oh. slogan, um, <laughs> but no, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not irritated cause I'm, without sleep i actually sleep quite well and i i'm a very i'm very good at sleeping man when it's time to go to bed i fall asleep in about five minutes and i do not wake up till my alarm goes off at 7 a.m yeah that's how i am i just put in dan bongino into my headphones hmm. or as my husband calls him dan bongino i actually cannot listen to him at all until this last weekend and it was it was kind of fun oh yeah i like the show um yeah. he's the same annoying sounders all the time though. uh that dead eye guy not like us. No, our sounders are good and appropriately placed. <laughs> yes, for um, sure. That dead eye guy says, recording my vids, every time I get halfway through a paragraph and screw up a word, I rage so hard. You have no idea. Yeah, I, I feel your pain. Like, I have some takes where I have to do it fucking 20 times, and by the end of it, I'm like, <laughs> you suck at this blonde. You need to find a different career. You're wasting your life. I would like to see your outtakes. I bet you don't berate yourself nearly as much. No, I just misspeak or say it wrong and then just start over. I don't berate myself. Never? Like you never have to do a take like a hundred times? No, although there are a few times where I've been speaking for like a half hour or more. And like I just, the longer you go, the longer or the harder it is to enunciate and speak properly. So I'll find myself trying to speak and looking at the camera and just kind of, slurring yeah, almost and i'll be like oh i have to stop and like rest my mouth muscles uh, you know? uh Stephen wellis says who has worse actors sci-fi original movies or the wwe round one fight uh but wwe it's like you know they're acting like you can't it's not everyone admits that <laughs> they don't we're gonna like, have a live chat raid where where people are like dude i i mean i'm not hating on anybody's entertainment form i like stupid stuff too but i don't know i can't understand the 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 hardcore fan base of wrestling is just weird to me i can't understand it it's kind of whiskey tango but i also think it's kind of cool and weird it is weird um big lc matt and i once made love at a florida zoo i took him to the primate section and we really monkeyed it up (laughs) wow how racist that's just super racist. Give me the old DeSantis. There are pictures of Kavanaugh protesters getting paid. I heard that, but I haven't seen them. Please. Oh, shoot I'm them sure. In my email I'm box. sure. Yeah. No surprise there. Rakuza says for the next funeral that bashes Trump, someone needs to put together a compilation of Trump funeral hate followed by a sitcom laugh track. Always hate to be laughed at. <laughs> love your love your show. I love 
one of the my favorite old YouTube videos is just called Inappropriate Laugh Track. Just Google that on YouTube sometime. And it's just, it's old. It's exactly like he's describing old sitcoms. Like there's, there's, I can't, I shouldn't even explain it, but just like episodes of Family Matters and Full House with extremely serious themes. You know how sometimes the themes would get like racism yeah. or death and they would, yeah, ins- yeah. and they just dubbed laugh tracks over these extremely serious <laughs> moments and it's hilarious. It is prime viewing. Uh, Jason takes, oh, Takis, uh, pronounced Takis. Love the show, except I think my wife has a crush on Matt. Ah, too late. <laughs> too mean? late for too late for both of us. Tell us. But maybe but you know, if it doesn't work out, send me an email. If you get divorced from your husband, <laughs> our patron. Yeah. Oh, you're such a dude. John yeah, Martin, thank thanks you, as always for the quality products. I usually listen rather than watch, but damn, I love Blonde's laugh. Just the right amount of je ne sais quoi. Thank you. Ah, cool. Thanks. Shelby Studer, Stutter. I'm, I guess fuck up everybody's name. Glad you like my Kentucky hillbilly accent. I get away mm. with saying a lot of mean things and people think I'm as sweet as pie. Excellent. <laughs> Bless your heart. Uh, Frank Underwood, to continue our discussion last week, the U.S. had a huge economic growth, or had huge economic growth during the Industrial Revolution and 1945 to 1970, both periods when immigration were very low. Why not just make the best yourself? Yes, those were periods where we had to take a several decade um, period of, of adjustment and just have an immigration moratorium to adjust to the people that were already in our country. I think that's what we need to do now. I, I jokingly say indefinitely, but really what we need is like a good 20 years where we're just like, we're full. Sorry. And I don't think, I don't think you and I or Frank or any, I don't think we're actually that far off. Like, no, you know, it's not as though my position. The, and you're also you know, talking about a, Tiny sector of highly skilled people. Like if I'm going to let immigrants in, it's going to be them. But yeah. that's not really. Uh, what we're I'm not going full Geraldo. Like who's going to comb my mustache and you know who's right. going to prepare our poultry and right, like right. okay right, we'll figure said, it out. Dude. I forgot to mention this before, but they also would be able to bring in their families too. You have no idea. Just because there's I like one be brain fi- yeah. surgeon doesn't mean he's not bringing in like twenty degenerates or whatever. I mean, I'd I'd be generous enough to say like, all right, direct family. That's it. Uh, we're not doing yeah, this. What like, if they have like 12 kids? Ugh, maybe we have a, a clause in there. That's like, pick your top two, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, let's be real. You know? Oh, oh, that's great. Um, dangerous spaces. Thanks for a first or for a great time. First time calling. Can I speak? Was that dangerous spaces? First time calling? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, he's been, he's been watching and supporting for like forever. We, oh, we always get emails from him and, and super chats and stuff all the time. I figured yeah. You probably I get, yeah. Hope I my him on off Twitter the cuff too. topic actually made sense. Looking forward to many more conversations in the future. Thank you. We appreciate that. Um, Frank Underwood, as long as there are so many fat people in the U S there will always be a doctor shortage and not enough money to pay for healthcare. We do need to get our fatness under control. Tanner Wilcox, my email wasn't about a minimum wage hike. The question is more like, is raising the minimum wage going to be beneficial Mm. to getting people off of food stamps? Ah, um, I don't think so. I mean, I think it's more likely, although this is totally unsubstantiated, that the kind of person that's going to necessitate minimum wage is also going to misappropriate their income. Uh, So I think that what they would end up doing is using the wage for other stuff and then continuing to use food stamps. I think that there's like an element of personal responsibility here 
that we're projecting on a group of people that is undeserving of it. Yeah. That's what I would do if I was super. What cool. I would do is I would sp- I would paint uh, spray paint a backward swastika outside the Amazon building and then start to go fund me. Then you won't need food stamps anymore. Did you just play a sounder? I didn't even hear it. Oh yeah, sorry, it was a little soft, but it was it was actually timely, and I never used this one. But it was why this is one. everyone fat and stupid? Oh, I'm not hearing any of the sounders. Have I just been talking over all the sounders all night? Maybe I don't know. You don't hear that. Why one? is everyone fat and no, stupid? No, something about my circle share. It was it. Hmm. Why is everyone stupid and fat? Yeah. Sorry, guys. I, I don't know what to tell you. Everything sucks. Um, Dangerous spaces again. Challenge for Matt. Watch the UK version of the In Betweeners. Only eighteen episodes, twenty minutes each. Would be shocked if you didn't find it funny. No, it's not funny. It's no, British. No, I won't. I won't do it. Me. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Jason or Jackson Howard. When I last saw, when I saw Tess Holiday, I felt like. Madge Tote from Raiders of the Lost Ark. I've seen that movie a thousand times and I still don't know what you're talking about. Major Tote? Don't look to me for movie references. I can Google, though. Do the Googles. And this is Dangerous Space again. Also, apologies to Matt for the email about the mailbag format suggestion. Sorry if it annoyed you. You're okay. <laughs> no, we're good. Um, let me look. Um, to that, to that, um, to that idea, like... I mean, if I'm going to be honest about that particular thought, like the idea of just taking messages for a couple hours, I don't, I don't, I think the format would be a little bit dry to be honest. Like if we didn't have interaction with callers, if it was just us reading messages like that for two hours, I just think it's a little, it's a little much. We do have one. um, Oh, and I want to thank the mods for taking care of that. Oh, are they gone? Yeah, they left like, uh, I don't know, 40 minutes ago. But mm. the, I don't know what's going on with these, but they're really annoying. And then they just downvote us. Like our, our, our streams mass downvoted. Um, mm. this, so thank you, Vons, for taking care of that, Ray. Uh, this is from Streamlabs uh, Goldstein. First time I've been able to listen to the show live after listening for over a year. And there is another Kiwi on. I love the show. Oh, cool. I uh, have some New Zealand funny money. <laughs> thank you. We appreciate that. <laughs> is that valid? Is that real? Is it real? I think so. Yeah. Um, and then let me reload this really quick and make sure I got everything. I think we're good. We're good on us. Uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, Streamlabs. Lab, that was well? the one I just read. Okay, cool. All right, we will. Uh, we'll call it there. Um, what are we gonna? So I, I assume we'll probably talk Kavanaugh hearings on Sunday. Might talk Alex. With this. I mean, you had. We're definitely gonna have to talk about Gutenberg and Alex Jones outside. That's. I don't even time. know what Alex Jones was doing, man. But hopefully him and. Hopefully him and Rubio fight. They settle this with in a, with a oh boxing match. Yeah. So we'll see what else happens uh, for the rest of the week. And um, we'll talk about all of it on Sunday. Thanks, everybody, for putting up with the new format as we try to figure it out and being patient. Appreciate it. <laughs>